3: You know, some leagues just get all the luck. They say it's about people. They say some guys get all the luck. Some families, some wealthy businesses, they get all the luck in the world. But in this case some leagues get all the luck and that league is the NFL we'll explain why here coming up in just a couple of moments that guy is Brady Quinn I am Jonas Knox this is Fox Sports Radio you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in the program we appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios We're 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance visit Geico com for a free rate quote I know everybody's going a little stir crazy everybody's been in quarantine they've been locked inside their home but don't worry about it the good news is here ladies and gentlemen that good news goes by the name of Brady Quinn
4: I, I would like to start off by just saying that I, I feel like we do certain things corona style do we I mean, exactly. you, do you not do you not feel like that's the case?
3: Um, I, I don't I don't. Uh, are you talking about just sort of the uh, the technical difficulties to start out the show? Or are you talking? Well,
4: about... yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There's definitely some technical difficulties to start off the show. Um,
3: um, I mean, listen, that's uh, this is this is part of the process, man. Everybody's, you know, we're figuring things out as we go along. Uh, I like to not throw members of the staff under the bus this early in the show, so I'm not. going I to I say... never
4: said anyone's name. Okay, I didn't uh, say anyone's name.
3: Good, because I I the last thing I want you to do is call out Bobo for butchering the star. Of the show, like no, I, don't, I don't want uh, you to. Ma- I don't not, want you to. I'm that.
4: not saying that, but I'm just saying like that's what you chalk things up to nowadays. Whenever there's an <laughs> issue with something, you say hashtag Corona style. Yes. You know, like it, like it seems like it's a little bit off. It's not quite how you're accustomed to. Like maybe it's I don't know for you when you go to the bathroom, which very very rarely ever happens because you don't eat, uh, or for other people when they're driving, they have some sort of car issue, be like you know hashtag fixing a flat myself Corona style. You know.
3: Uh, first of all, I, I take offense to that—that that I don't use the restroom. I do use the restroom. It's just occasionally I don't get my pants off in time. All right, and I and I don't think I need to be judged <laughs> for it here in a quarantine you, situation. I'm not going out anywhere. I can't leave my house. Well, who cares?
4: Well, you, you leave your house for certain things.
3: Uh, yeah, th- that that is certain true. necessities. Uh, th- th- certain
4: is... <laughs> necessities. Yeah, there there is wow. a certain necessities yep. that you have to leave yep. the
3: house for. Uh, Brady yep. Quinn, you know, sometimes. A lucky break just goes your way. You know, sometimes things just fall in your lap. And if you're the NFL and you're looking around at the NBA and Major League Baseball at golf and tennis and the NHL and other leagues that are scrambling to figure out how the hell they're either going to continue a season, how they're going to finish a season or even start a season, you're the NFL and you're like, well, while you guys figure that out, we're going on with the draft as planned. Tough balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it just, it, it's, it's, it just great timing, and, it, and it's in the favor of the NFL, who did announce and threatened Roger Goodell making threats that if anybody talks about the issues that, that could happen when it comes to the draft, uh, there could be punishment involved. But nonetheless, the draft will go on as planned, and I'm excited about it.
4: Right, and, and I think that makes logical sense because if you're going to start the new league year, which really begins that legal tampering period plus um, you know the ability to, to, to sign guys in free agency and, and now make trades official, you might as well just go ahead and have the draft at the same time too because the same issues you're going to run into – not being able to, you know, have a guy come in and visit like you do sometimes as a free agent. You know, you talk with the coaching staff, you'll talk about the system, you'll take a physical, sometimes you work out for them. It's the same exact thing as the guys coming from college who are draft prospects that they'd be going through too. The difference is the amount of money isn't the same. (laughs) You know, in free agency, these guys Ryan Tannehill signed like a nine a nine figure deal, like if they weren't bashful about letting that become public I don't think there's any reason whatsoever why they should want to then push back the draft. I know there's some people who think it's not right. Some general managers have pushed back saying they would like the chance to be able to get their medical evaluations. I would say this to those guys. Did not you just have the combine like you you should be thankful that you at least had that, so you had your team physicians, your orthopedics, your doctors, your trainers you had a chance to look at these guys you 've got all the tape you need for some of these guys who had pro days, you at least have the numbers from that you 've got the film from that you know outside of it like if you, if if a, if a pro day or a meeting was going to change your opinion of the player that much, it'd be concerning for me and, and honestly i think if if, if what, what they should do and what they could do is if you are that concerned about not having the ability to either go to a a school and work a player out, which if you want to work him out, you have to go to either a neutral site or you have to go to go to their university, or if you just want to bring him in for, for an interview and you want to test him and see what he's capable of, you know, I, I would sit there and say, go, go use like a zoom, you know, or Skype and, and face chat and interview the guy, like talk to his agent Talk to the NFL, talk to the NFLPA, and say, "Look, we want we want to set this up so every team has forty five interviews and guys that they can spend an hour with, and we'll make sure that the, you know the players, or the agents. There's a third party on the line that's going to be able to monitor all this to ensure that you know these teams aren't going over. There's no abuse or anything happening of, of these rules, and so at least you get that additional ability to interview the guy or talk to him and get to know him better. So it's not that hard of a fix, but there's no <laughs> doubt about it. The NFL is doing all they can to capitalize right now."
3: Here's here's what I was thinking about. How many how many executive? I don't want to say executives, but how many people do you think in scouting departments or coaching staffs in the NFL are probably regretting having that second and third bottle of wine at the combine because they probably could have gotten some work done that would have come in handy.
4: <laughs> well, like... you, you know what it is. It's 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 funny you say that because remember there was a couple teams that didn't send some of their staff. Right? They thought it was a that, waste of time. That's
3: what I'm saying. The the Rams. So now what are the are, are, are the Rams screwed? Because that no. Was a, that, no.
4: Was a... Well, they don't have a first round pick. For the next two years anyway. That's so, true. I mean, yeah, yeah. We're,
3: we're kind of a moot point.
4: <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I mean, I think if you were looking forward to having interaction with a player and getting to know him a little bit, it would have been nice to at least, even though there are like 15, 20-minute interviews at the combine, there's still chances where you can sit down. Like I remember talking to, to Mike Shula, who at the time I believe was the quarterback's coach for the Carolina Panthers when I was coming out in 07. And he had just lost the job as the Alabama head coach, and we sat probably in—they the, called the train station there in Indianapolis. I know you're well aware of that. I'm just saying yeah, for I mean, our listeners. it's,
3: it's a, it's a uh, you know Indianapolis thing. if you have any other questions about Indianapolis, just hit me up.
4: For sure. I, yeah. I, I mean, what's that steakhouse that everyone goes to? What's it called?
3: I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it right now. It's just, okay. uh, yeah. oh, it, it's uh, tickle me Elmos or whatever it is. That's
4: right. It's actually yeah. not. It's Prime, but one forty-seven. We won't get to hey, that.
3: Whatever. I mean, yeah, uh, you, that's, yeah. Uh, it was a good a try. It, it, there. good mean, cocktail sauce. What, there. what about the? What especially the first part? Uh, what were yeah. you saying about uh, <laughs> about coming out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so
4: you know, I'm, I'm sitting there with Mike Shula, and this is back in 2007, uh. and we probably sat and talked for about I don't know 20 25 minutes. Honestly, we really didn't talk much about anything other than just his time at Alabama. He was pretty frustrated about losing that job as the head coach there, and and how he was, you know, he was he was worried about uh, ever having a chance to to get another head coaching job again. And, and so it was more of like I was trying to give him a pep talk at the time about all that. Um, but I mean, it's those sorts of conversations that you start to develop a rapport with those guys, and, and you never know where you come down the road and you meet them, or they might sign you as a free agent, or maybe they do end up drafting you. But that's what those staffs, like I believe the Broncos and the Rams were the two yeah. um, that didn't send everyone. That's what those staffs are missing out on, the chance to just bump into those guys and have a chance to get to know them a little bit just a casual conversation. Sometimes, man, I swear to you, that's where you'll learn the most about a player or you'll get the best feeling about a player or, or worse feeling in some cases.
3: Here's what I can't stand. I can't stand the optic police that are out and about that are telling the NFL, you know, and and listen, we we can talk about Kirk Street later on. Uh, Absolutely ridiculous. We have no idea what's happening in April, but we're going to talk about what's going to happen in August and September. I think it's ridiculous. I I think certain people need to just keep quiet and stop stop giving mixed messaging, especially if you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. But the idea, and and there were people that covered the NFL that were critical of the NFL because they started their league year, yet they're the same people people that are going to report on every single news item that comes out of the league when the league year started, and we're all over it because it was benefiting them. This is just one of those things to where the breaks went the way of the NFL. Had this happened two months ago, we're talking about canceling Super Bowls. We're talking about the Combine not happening. The NFL, I have no issue with it. They're going on as planned, and if you're not endangering anybody, who cares? This is a golden opportunity to put on pro, uh, programming live that people are actually interested in watching and i a week ago i said man this is terrible if there's not going to be people there why do it and i started thinking about it this week no man this is the perfect time you do it if you've got the ability to still continue on with business as usual you absolutely strike while you can i have no issue with the nfl doing it at all uh,
4: you know what i don't have any issue either and i actually think this could be kind of cool from the standpoint of look i i went to new york i went to the draft It was a really cool experience for my entire family. I've said this a bunch of times. I have family who'd never been to New York, and that was the only time they went, and they'll probably never be back. And and, and that's why for me, like when people are like, "Oh, do you wish you wouldn't have went because you waited five hours?" I was like, "No." I mean, in, in all in all honesty, you probably wish you would have just went and played a round of golf. You walk off the course, someone hands you a beer, and you find out you get drafted. Like that would have probably been the ideal scenario. Um, what but, kind
3: of beer were you drinking back then? By the way, I'm gonna go. What was it like a like? A was out a college? Light.
4: Yeah, Natty Light for sure. Uh-
3: yeah. A headache,
4: or or, or, or if you're, yeah, I was going to say, or if you really want to get after Natty Ice, a little bit more alcohol content. <laughs> that that yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah.
3: You, yeah. Somebody drink a, uh, drink a tall can of Natty Ice. And next thing you know, you're like shaving part of your head because you think you're a, a
4: cast member on Tiger King. <laughs> Sorry about that. Or, 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 or dying part of your hair. It, it depends. <laughs> yeah, yeah that too. Um, and, but, you know, so, so it, it takes away from that experience, which by the way, I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed. We're not going to Vegas. Like, I was, I was supposed to be going out there for it, and I was really looking forward just to being in Vegas. I love going to Vegas. I hope they can somehow run this thing back there next year, because it is Vegas, and it's an amazing place, but just the experience in itself, going out there, again, for some of those players, families who've never been there, uh, to go and then, like everyone else, find out where your, your son's going to be living out his dream playing football. It's a really, really cool thing to experience, but... doesn't mean you can't experience in your living room like I actually think there'll be more of a a family feel to it right for a lot of these players they're gonna be around you know family friends and loved ones my only question is how many of these people are gonna have uh groups of what 10 or more 20 or more whatever I mean there's everyone's gonna be breaking the whole entire quarantine mandate or whatever it is for groups of people right
3: yeah, um, I, now if, if this were me and if I were, I were getting drafted at home, I, I, the first question I would ask, all right, where is the camera? Where's the camera that's 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 going to be watching us? So that, that way I would know where in the house I can go to to rip beers. I mean, ri- I would get hammered. If I'm at home for the draft and I'm sitting there and going and sitting on a boat isn't an option like Joe Thomas back in your draft class, I, am, I would sit at home. I'd excuse myself to go use the quote-unquote restroom And I'd start shotgunning beers. But that's just me. And I'm a celebratory kind of guy.
4: Here's why I am 100% on your boat in doing this. Because, so if you go back to like our draft year, when we got drafted, you know, we were literally flying that day to Cleveland. The next day we had a press conference. Once the draft was finalized, how, I mean, do you enjoy
3: you, it? how can you even enjoy it?
4: You, you can't like, I didn't even get to say goodbye to, to most of my family who was there. And my, my mom and dad went along with me, my, my girlfriend at the time. And I maybe one of my sisters, I think I'm not even sure, but you barely got to say goodbye to anyone else who, who came to New York to see you, you got thrusted off and, and you're, you know, literally in a, in a suit having a press conference the following day. And then you've got Ricky minicamp. You actually have to. You're grabbing the playbook. You're looking at the installs. You've got rookie minicamp soon after that. As soon as you get there, they're putting in you, and you're going to practice and all that. So you don't have an opportunity to to really enjoy the way things are set up this year. I don't know when they're going to actually open up for the off season. So you could go ahead and get after it, celebrate as much as you want because you're most likely going to have. A few days to be able to kind of sober up and, and, and get your mind right to go back in there and get ready to join the team.
3: David Anderson, uh former NFL wide receiver, told me that the longest year of his career was his first year because it was just a continuation from his college season almost. You were get you spent all that time getting ready for the draft, then you get drafted, and like you said, you go straight to rookie mini camps. Um you, that bleeds into the offseason stuff, then it goes into the season. You really don't have time to to catch your breath until January or February, because it's it like literally from April all the way to February. It's just one continuous season when you're a rookie. So there's really no time to, to just enjoy it. I mean, at least at least this time, you know, guys can't go anywhere, like you said, so they can just sit back, get hung over and, and, and have a good time. I'm all about it, man.
4: I, uh, I wonder how many guys will actually benefit from this. Like you always hear about the rookie wall. Because of that, right? Going especially a guy like Joe Burrow, for example. We're all assuming he's gonna go number one overall to Cincinnati. And that basically means he's gonna start day one. I mean, every single rep, if it was if it was me, if I'm Zach Taylor, their head coach, I'm giving him every single rep of of this offseason to prepare him to be the starter come, you know, week one, you know, once they open the season. And I think the hard part is that guy just played what 15 games. They go 15 and 0. They win a national championship. Same for Hawaii, man. Same right? For
3: the, yeah, Hawaii. Not, not quite
4: looked. the same. Just not, saying. Not not quite the same. I don't. I don't, I don't think they were playing as far into 2020. Were they? Were they? Were I mean, they playing I, into 2020?
3: You know, sometimes you're the curtain jerker. Sometimes you, uh, you know, you're the main event. I mean, that's
4: just how it right. goes. I mean, right. So anyway. Back, back to reality, um, for a guy like him, I mean, not only did he, did he did they play as long as you can in a college football season, um, longer than even Hawaii, but the fact that like you're going to be taking every single rep, you're going to be going into it, and you're going to be you know asked to be able to turn around the worst team in football last year. So it, it's a it's a legitimate concern. It's a legitimate thing. Guys hit the rookie wall, but I do wonder if because of the lack of an offseason if maybe it won't be quite as stressful for some of these guys. like It's either going to go one of two ways. Either they're actually going to have less injuries and they're going to feel better about it throughout the course of the season, or they're actually going to have a lot of injuries because these guys will be out of shape.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. By the way, I love how you said, uh, you know, we all assume that, that Joe Burrow's going number one overall to the Bengals. Let me tell you this right now. If Joe Burrow doesn't go number one overall to the Bengals, I will get a tattoo the next week, live on the air, on my lower back that says property of Joe Exotic. Okay. I was just going to say, you, you know what his new nickname is right going to be Joe What's Exotic that? Burrow. Yeah, that is true. It's going to yeah, be Joe. Is... And, he, and,
4: he, and he's a Bengal. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> he's going to be a Bengal, and it's going to be Joe Exotic Burrow, the Bengal.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That is uh, the marketing uh, reps are already on top of that. Uh, He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, there's a quarterback in the NFL that's using a unique strategy. Brady Quinn loves it. We'll tell you who that is next here on
0: FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
5: work
4: christ's sakes man absolute banger absolute
3: banger right here this is a banger oh yeah (laughs) then we've got two different interpretations of what a banger is yeah because this sounds like crummy gospel I, I mean I don't about? even by the way, those of you listening on the podcast, we apologize. Uh what 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 is this band, Brady, that's being played right now? Uh as we bounce back here live on Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh what you don't what know band who this is? No. why do you uh, say that? I don't I really don't know
4: who this is. You've is never it, heard of White Snake. Oh, this is White Snake? You've never okay. heard of white snake. And I've I have heard mean, of white like worm. Like an eighties rock, eighties hairband, really? I, I, here I go I, again?
3: I see white worm play live every day. I don't know, uh <laughs> Oh
4: my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> this is I so just, terrible.
3: I don't, what?
4: That's the worst just, joke we've ever made on the show.
3: Okay, white termite. What do you want? I mean, how, how do you how do you want it to call what do you want to call it here on Fox Sports Radio? I mean it's
4: picking up right here. See? Oh, I love it.
3: Yeah, why do you think I did that? That's called stalling so we can hit the punch.
4: Should have already you like been the
3: there. Song. Uh, it's all right. It's whatever. Uh, all right. That guy's Brady Quinn again. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, was that the worst joke I've ever told on the air? Or is it at least it, in the it conversation? It was arguably the yes. worst
4: joke you've ever told. <laughs> that next to the Tiger King reference you made, hey. which we really need to visit that. because yeah, look, we do. Here's the deal. We get it. You're at home. You're just trying to get away from thinking about all the other crap that's out there right now. And so listening to us and probably <laughs> – Probably watching Tiger King, and in, in your spare time, because there's not many sports coming on. I mean, maybe outside of horse racing, which we'll, we'll 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 get into in a minute. But
3: you you know who I blame for that worst joke that I've ever told on the air? Who's that? Well, who, who's everybody else blaming right now? Brady Quinn.
4: Corona style. That was damn straight. That was Corona right. style
3: joke right there. By the way, I heard uh, the cast of uh, Tiger King is uh, making their own band instead of White Snake. It's going to be called White Trash. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if you're familiar with that, Brady <laughs> Quinn. Uh, literally, it's the biggest batch of losers you've ever seen in your life. I encourage everybody to watch it, especially if you want to feel better about your own situation.
4: Can I give you credit? Because you watched it before I did, and, and you gave me homework. You said, hey, for our show That's Sunday night, will you watch the entire thing? Which, what, is it seven episodes? Seven episodes. And and, and I'll, I'll be honest. Given the current state of my life, which we have a six-week-old, and then we've got two older girls, one of which, our, our eldest, she's not sleeping through the night. She's having some issues. I don't know if it's nightmares or what the hell is going on, but she's waking up in the middle of the night. The newborn's waking up in the middle of the night. Our middle one wakes up, but she like doesn't really need to be like, we don't have to go get her or like take care of her, try to figure things out. She just kind of rocks on. So we, we've got all sorts of sleeping issues right now. So when you were like, yeah, I think you said this like Wednesday, you yeah, you have to watch this whole thing so we can talk about Sunday night. I'm going, he has no idea how much of a challenge this is going to be to get this done throughout the course oh, of the day, man. all things considered. We got it done. Um, and, and I think the biggest takeaway was what you texted. You said just when you think it can't get any weirder, it gets weirder. It's <laughs> like, it goes another level of getting weirder, and and you were wrong. Like you did not lie. It, it, it's I, insane. Like
3: it, I, it went from a, a guy, you know, having these tigers and opening up his own place, and all of a sudden you find out. Oh, by the way, he's gay and he's got two hot. Wait, what? Wait, where are we going? What? What is happening? And then you're wondering, God, why is this guy missing all his teeth? And then you find out afterwards, oh, that was all the meth that they were doing there around <laughs> what all the is, tigers.
4: Why, why is he carrying a loaded gun at all times on him? Oh, okay, <laughs> no. I guess because he, he he he's with tigers, so he has to protect himself, or is that just I, it's, maybe it's for Carol? <laughs> maybe, maybe
3: I, it's, I, yeah, yeah. And, and then a woman may have fed her husband to a tiger. I, I don't, you know, we're still trying to figure. I out. It's it's craziness. It's insanity. You uh, knew who but my favorite is, character
4: was though. Who is that? James, the businessman. The scene on the jet ski, hands down, the, oh, the best fifteen seconds of that entire show. He is such a slob, like what, is, what a slob he is. But he's he's a survivor, man. And that guy just right i have no idea where that fit in there. But whoever edited, whoever you know, shot that and thought this needs to make it, they were right because I it, it had visions of of Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down, but only better because this is like an actual live like human being. Who completely ratted out everyone involved oh, yeah. in the whole entire thing, and yet he—and it, it's not like he didn't take part to some degree. Yet he's riding around on his jet ski, just oh, yeah. having the time of his life. It's uh, a, a pound for pound the funniest part of the whole. A whole there's
3: some sad stuff in there. You know, a guy. Uh, you know, guy blowing his brains out in front of people. Never a good
4: thing. And, but, he, and but, even how he did it.
3: Like, yeah, just very, wow. It was almost like he didn't mean to, and then it was almost like he he decided he no, no, didn't want to yeah, do. One hundred percent didn't mean to. It, 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 was, it was like he he decided after he after it was already too late. You know, maybe I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's like, and then uh, you know, there, there's a mess there. But when he when Joe Exotic gets dragged by the tiger and then threatens to shoot it between the eyes, I literally. Could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. I I thought, "If this is the most insane show I've ever seen," um, but you know what? You know, here's here's the amazing thing, though. Brady Quinn. It wasn't just Tiger King that was providing all this video content. You know who else was providing video content? Oh yeah.
4: Cam Let's call Newton. him a former Panther, yeah. if you will.
3: Camp, Cam Newton released this week by the Carolina Panthers. We've got videos of him working out to gospel music. We've got now got video of him uh, a throwing a throwing session. He's jacked. He looks like he's, he's tore up from the floor up. And Cam Newton is ready and willing to be a quarterback for some other franchise in the NFL. The only problem is nobody signed him yet. So
4: there's that. Hey, all, all I know is if Joe Exotic can run for governor in the state of Oklahoma... <laughs> I, Cam Newton can run for our president somebody okay. 2020 Cam Newton I, why not I, I am I am here for the content I'm here for the workouts I'm here for the throwing sessions and all of it I love it I'm rooting for him I hope he gets signed somewhere I'd love it to be in New England and see what they could do there or maybe with the LA Chargers that could be a good fit for him or hell you know close to me down in Miami either way he looks good he looks like he's healthy it looks like he's you know tightened some things up from a technical standpoint like I actually like this. Like, I think whatever team gets him, they're getting a guy with a gigantic chip on his shoulder, like a boulder on his yeah. shoulder with something to prove. So, I, I, I look, I, I'm all for it. Whatever else he puts out, I'm watching. I'm following it. I am really curious to see how this year is going to go for Cam Newton.
3: Um, There's a lot of people that still don't forgive Cam Newton for not diving on the loose ball in the Super Bowl. And there's some people that don't forgive him for walking out of the press conference. Can I ask this?
4: Would that have made the difference in that game?
3: No, it wouldn't have. And, and And here's the other thing. For the people that don't like the fact that Cam Newton walked out of his interview afterwards... Listen, I get it, man. Imagine having a crummy day at work, and the second you walk out of your office building or out of your cubicle, somebody shoves a mic in your face and asks you, hey, what went wrong out there? I, I'd lose it, too. I, I would get pissed off, too. So I never I never hold guys, um, hold that against them when that stuff goes down. I've never heard a bad thing about Cam Newton as a teammate. I've never heard a bad thing about him off the field outside of the stuff in college with the laptop or whatever happened there, it just, it feels like there's sort of a dislike. And maybe it's his, that he's stylish. Maybe it's that he you know cares a lot about fashion or that he smoked a cigar and drank wine when he talked about missing the rest of the season. I mean, if, is it just health? Is that the only issue with him here? And didn't you have the, the Liz Frank injury that he had, but maybe a little bit more of a, of a severe version of it?
4: Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know the severity of his. Um, I mean, I, again, I can only tell you through mine. I mean, look, it is a tough thing to go through as far as surgically getting the repair and then coming back from it. Uh, again, all accounts on his side of things, it looks like things are going well. I do think it is interesting how we look at Cam Newton, and most people tend to be bothered by some of those things that he does. But didn't we see LeBron James, who took some time off for what, load management? wasn't he like literally walking into the arena drinking wine but yes people were okay with that but I like just... people can't be okay with Cam Newton doing it when he's already out for the rest of the season i, I just
3: i i there's there's something that some issue that people have with with Cam Newton i mean we can talk about you know his health and we don't know that and until the, all this stuff gets gets sorted out but is there you thought that the and, and we were talking a little bit before the show but you actually thought that there's a way that Cam Newton should approach all this, and that he should. Well, this actually is what you want
4: to get into right now. Well, I'm, no, I'm just... I mean we're up against the break. I'm just well, saying.
3: I'm just saying that that he should that he should approach. Yeah, look, he
4: should wait till after the draft. And the okay. reason being is this: I, I think he deserves a legit opportunity to go in and start. And I, and I don't know that it's going to work out that way. But I'll put it this way: Let's say that you're the Dolphins, hypothetically speaking. You're the Dolphins you're not too sure about Tua's hip. You haven't really been able to check him out. This whole corona issue right now probably impacts him more than anyone else. And you don't know if the team's going to trade up or not. And so you sit there at five because you're saying to yourself, I I don't know what to do if if Tua falls to us. Or maybe someone trades ahead of me and takes him. Maybe the Chargers. Maybe they're willing to take that risk. Then they trade up to three with the Detroit Lions and they take Tua there. Well, if I don't feel that strongly about Justin Herbert or Jordan Love, you can't force it. So at five, I might take the best player available or that next player. Maybe it's a tackle. Maybe it's, you know, who knows, depending on looking at the roster, I might take who I feel like is the best player available at a spot that's a need for us. And then I might start saying, okay, let's go talk to Jameis Winston. Let's go talk to Cam Newton. Let's go talk to one of those guys to sign them to come in and play if we want to try to win and win right now. So I, I I think for Cam, you know, those scenarios could play out for some of those teams. And, and and let's just say for example Thursday comes and goes and whether it's the Chargers or, or the Dolphins or one of those teams they don't sign a quarterback or they don't draft a quarterback in the first round you know that becomes then an opportunity where Cam I think could go in and be the guy for at least a year or two and, and prove himself once again whether it's for that team where he gets an extension or for someone else but but bottom line like there will be more clarity once we get through the draft with some of these teams and really there's about 4 of them right um Miami, the L.A. Chargers, you'd say New England, yeah, and the other one's going to be – I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say Carolina's one of them, but you not necessarily out
3: of it. Maybe Jacksonville.
4: Jacksonville's the other one, um, yeah. and, and we're all assuming that Cincinnati takes Joe Burrow. So that, that eliminates them from the equation. So I actually think there'll be more clarity for him. People will probably feel better about his medical the longer this goes, and maybe by then they can get a physical with him. Uh, one that's not the one that was reported out there was, you know, kind of just to, to allow him to be released by the Panthers, but a legit one by a team that's interested. I think it's, it's, there'll be more clarity for him after the draft and he'll know going into the situation that he's not just going to be a guy who's there to, to basically carry them through the next year and then let the rookie take over after that. It could be a legit shot for him to go in there, compete and try to go win the starting job.
3: Uh, He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. It's easy. Uh, Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, um, I have a confession to make. I'm not proud of this. But I do have a confession to make. And I think some people here might find it pretty useful. Uh, we will get to that here next on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, social distance this. It's Steve DeSager.
6: I see you're on the Corona clock. <laughs> Stefan Marbury said he's <laughs> made arrangements for a Chinese supplier to sell millions of medical masks to New York cheaply. Marbury, New York native and former Knicks guard, became a legend playing in China after 13 seasons in the NBA, averaged 19 points per game. Bleed a report says former Jaguars lineman Tony Baselli was recently hospitalized due to the coronavirus and that several other current and former NFL players have tested positive for it. Former Washington Huskies football coach Jim Lambright has passed away at the age of 77. He was their head coach from 1993 to 98. The Lions signed wide receiver Geronimo Ell- Allison of X of uh, Green Bay. Four, t- four seasons with the Packers had a total of about 1,000 receiving yards. Defensive back Ronald Darby agreed to a one-year deal with the Redskins. FS1 carried virtual NASCAR racing again. Tim, Timmy Hill, the winter passing William Byron late. They're going to have a whole season of this. Denny Hamlin took last weekend's inaugural event, and it was watched by over 900,000 people on FS1, the highest-rated eSports program in history. And speaking of which, we've got the Madden Invitational airing on FS1 right now. And among the guys playing the game, well, we have a final between Michael Vick, and the Chargers, Derwin James, who took a 21-0 lead on Vic in the first quarter. Derwin James using the Seattle roster. Michael Vick has been Lamar Jackson and Baltimore in getting to the final. Chris Myers is co-hosting this two-hour event with Rachel Benetta. They're in the final on FS1 right now. Some of the other scheduled players from earlier tonight were due to be Juju Smith-Schuster, Matt Leinart, Orlando Skandrick, and others. But FS1 airing the Madden Invitational Final. It's now late second quarter. Derwin James in Seattle, 21 to two leaders against Baltimore. Brady, we have something in progress for Live Bet Loser. Back to you. Oh,
3: my God. Wow. I mean, does it does it have to, to, to re- resort to this? I mean, he's won two in a row. Even in a quarantine, Live Bet <laughs> Jesus no. is he won has, two in a row. He
4: has won two in a row uh, basically, what, betting south of the equator from the Yeah, mistaken. like Barbados. I think it was Barbados <laughs> and like Guam. You know, Arnie Rock- said on Rock- the, last on the show last yeah, night, Arnie true. said that there's still
6: yeah. team handball in Belarus to wager on, so I don't there know if you, you know. can I mean, investigate. Listen, there's there's maybe, horse maybe racing somewhere in the Sager. That's right. Well, Florida is not there's no rules in the state of Florida apparently still that's going to spread hey I tried to tell you man
4: li- life's different down here
3: hey. bro. well it's going to be different <laughs> in a couple weeks
6: it. I think we can guarantee that now
3: um well b- before because I do need to make a confession um, and we are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, live is Bet Well, Well No, that's just uh, my oh, okay. confession was sponsored by Geico. Uh, that's oh, how amazing Geico is. <laughs> Not only do they sponsor uh, uh, auto insurance and home they
6: insurance. They sponsor Sunday confessions. Yes, Sunday okay.
3: confessions here. Live Bet Jesus will be here. Jordan knows
4: nothing about that.
6: Uh,
3: live Bet <laughs> Jesus will be here. Coming up uh, ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. He's already sent out a tweet, and even in a pandemic, he's two and zero. Two and zero in a pandemic. All right. So the cream rises.
4: Hasn't been the words- going on for more than two weeks.
3: You know, but I'm just, I'm a two-week guy. That's really what I do. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm a right. two-week guy. So, uh, so. Revisionist history is always. Just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. That's, uh, that's the, just dealing with, with what I'm being told here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I, I have a confession to make. Uh, Brady, do you mind if I make a confession? Uh, uh, sure. Just be a first. Because this has been eating at me for the entire day. Um, so here we are. I'm just going to go ahead. When and, did you make the change? Um,. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's not really all that noticeable uh, in certain places. Uh, here we go. So, huh. Brady, um, here's my confession. Uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I was gambling on horse racing in Japan last night. <laughs> okay? Whoa, I'm not whoa, proud whoa, of something. <laughs>
4: I'm not Did proud of it. Did you win or lose? Because <laughs> if you won, there's nothing to really hey, ask to be forgiven for.
3: I, I picked a winner in three or four races. There you three go. Three or four races in Japan. Okay? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea why that's allowed to go on and nothing else is, but I would really appreciate it if they would keep it that way. Because if it's if you've got to scratch the itch, all right, not that I have an itch when it comes to gambling, but if you've got to scratch that itch, I'm just letting you know my confession might be good news to you. I'm not like I said, I'm not proud of it, but it did serve somewhat of a need gambling on horse racing in Japan on a Saturday night. Just saying.
4: Well, first off, you didn't need to go to Japan. You know, you know we had racing down this past weekend in Florida. <laughs> what do you
3: mean? The Florida That's Derby impossible. still went on. <laughs> yeah,
4: they, they were still racing. They, they didn't pull anything back. The Florida Derby still <laughs> took place this past weekend.
3: I mean, oh, it, man. it is uh, – it, it I know you're not a big gambler, but I could just tell you this. There's nothing like the feeling of betting on a jockey and a horse – whose name you can't pronounce and whose background you know nothing about. You're simply <laughs> just looking at numbers. Like there's <laughs> nothing like it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the roll of the dice and it's happening on an app while there's people uh, racing on a track with nobody in the crowd and everybody's right. wearing medical masks and and it's happening in Japan, it, it's the most amazing world that we.
4: Okay, so in. first off, that, that wasn't how it was in Florida. They didn't have any spectators <laughs> there at, at Gulfstream Park. This is where the Florida Derby takes place every year. I have been. It, at, it, been it happens to races. actually be a really big event. If you're ever down in South Florida during that time of year, I would recommend to go a nice track it's not like that dump that you got there in Louisville Kentucky Churchill Downs it's actually really really nice I'm just I'm calling how it is okay you take all the pretty people out of Churchill Downs that place is a dump I'd take Keeneland and Lexington over that any day of the week I mean we we, we would need
3: to corroborate that with our horse betting uh, horse racing insider AJ Hawk you remember we we, yeah and he would tell you
4: (laughs) the the, the walk back bet (laughs) that's (laughs) all it's about.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Which the is, story th- this is this is uh, uh, this is how big of degenerates there are at at the Kentucky Derby. AJ Hawk told us a story last year that not only were they betting on the races, they were betting on which horse was going to walk back to the gate, like or walk back First. across the finish line. That's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Um,
4: but and, you... and, the, and the best was they would, they would put more money on that than they actually would be. <laughs> <laughs> the race itself.
3: You need, you need a quick hitter. You got to wait like a half hour so, between races.
4: So this, this is my story yesterday. So obviously, you know, everyone's quarantined, being respectful and all that. Um, you know, there's not a ton going on. However... Florida Derby is going on. So everyone's tuned into this thing. People are live streaming it left and right. I had a buddy who came over. He was big into it. So, you know, we're watching the beginning. There's, there's four, 14 races throughout the course of the day. And I'm noticing a trend here, okay? The favorites the favorites run all the first five races. So it's like literally they sweep the whole thing. First five races, it's, it's always the favorite that's winning. And my buddy's not taking favorites, right? Like he's the type that he wants the long shot. Like he, he wants, if, if we were playing pig, okay, he would take every shot from half court or full court and, and like pray to God that he made one thinking that there's no chance I'm going to make it probably miss and get a letter. Meanwhile, like I'll just be hitting shots from the free throw line from the elbow, picking him apart anyway. So his whole strategy is like, go big or go home. So first five bets, he doesn't win a thing. And then finally six comes around and he bets a favorite. Favorite doesn't win. A sixty to one, a sixty to one <laughs> odd horse actually won that race. And so now it's it's like the day's kind of going on. There's a few you know alcoholic beverages that had taken place. And and, he, and he's like, all right, let, let's try to look at some of these different strategies. Well, there's a thing called a super six. The super six basically says you have to get the last six races right in a row. If you do, you get the pot. The pot was a record-breaking $7.5 million. Good God. The the purse itself for the Florida Derby, the 14th race, $750,000. The pot for the Super 6 was $7.5 million. Literally, from the 13th race to the 14th race, it went up about a, a million and a half just in that amount of time. I have no idea if anyone actually won it. We got on a, a little hot roll. Or excuse me. He got on a little bit of a hot roll there for a few races in a row. And, uh, and then things kind of started to cool off there towards the end. So.
3: And here's the best part about it. Even though you lose it all you go back for more doesn't matter. Of course. course.
4: I will go back as soon as that place opens back up. By the way, tis the law tis. The law is your Florida Derby winner.
3: I mean, I might go back to Japan tonight. You never know. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox sports radio from the Geico Fox sports radio studios. All right. Coming up next. uh, It's the most impressive thing you've ever seen in the middle of a pandemic. Live bet. Jesus picking winners. Another one next year on FSR. Another jam. No, it's not. This is not a jam. What is this? Are you serious uh, right now? Is this To Go? What's this band? Is this To Go?
4: I, th- I think it's Toto. Oh, yeah.
3: whatever. Um, yeah, there's Africa, is this called?
4: Yeah, what are you going to bash Africa? Really?
3: The song stinks. I mean, it sounds kind of really racist bad. if
4: you're going to mess with Africa. Uh, like that. First
3: of all, that's not what I meant. Okay? Bobo?
7: That,
3: that, is, that is not what I meant. There's there's a uh, there's a lot of half of um, me
7: might be offended.
3: Oh yeah, okay. Well, uh, there it is. Uh, as we continue to dive down the uh, the racial ditch here on Fox Sports Radio, not me. I mean, I mean, part part of the Weaves' reason I'm not a big fan of White Snake Brady Quinn. Did you I, say I, part of the Weaves? I, you, just, did of, you just say part of the Weaves? I, I possibly. I blame the coronavirus. I don't uh, believe you. Part of part of the uh, part of the reason that I'm not a big fan of Whitesnake White Snake is because I feel like it's not inclusive. So that's why I was a little bothered that you would play that earlier. You
4: think they should drop the white and just be snake? Just snake. <laughs> just snake. The you problem know? with that is it sounds like it's just one person.
3: I, I believe that's the name of the individual uh, in that link that you keep sending me. I believe that's his name.
4: I don't you know, think that, so.
3: Yeah, that that, uh, that link he keeps sending me where uh, <laughs> a guy's walking <laughs> yeah, around with a gas pump. What link are you
4: referring to exactly? Uh, the
3: one where the guy's walking around with a gas pump between his legs. That one. <laughs> Like like my hey anybody see my radiator hose? Oh, it's in the link. There it is. I got it. All right, Uh, Brady Quinn Quinn Jonas. (laughs) I don't
4: don't know what to tell you at this point.
3: Uh, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, We are awaiting the arrival of Live Bet Jesus. I have no idea what the hell he's going to bet on. Uh, There's, there's no, I mean, but somehow he he makes it happen. It's like magic. Uh, He will be here shortly, Uh, and then uh, coming up at the top of next hour here, um, a very interesting situation at the top of the NFL draft. We will have that for you here uh, coming up um, a little over. Uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. What, what the hell do you think Live Bet Jesus actually could bet on right now? I mean, it's crazy.
4: It's got to be something south of the equator. Um, there's got to be a soccer league somewhere. Maybe horse racing? Is, is it going to go back to Japan? Buy
3: Oh, okay, never mind. All right, we will we will get our answer now here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the lights have gone completely pitch black uh, here in the studio. We cannot see a day. De- I can't, I literally cannot see Bobo. I can't see Lee. I can't see Steve Desager. I don't know where Brady Quinn is. He might be back under the desk. Who knows? It is pandemonium here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and we now have a piece of paper falling down onto the desk. Brady, so you know we're on the up and up here. It is tonight, on the 29th day of March 2020, that I, Live Bet Jesus, proclaim the pick to be Mark Pashukovich, plus six and a half over Edwin Rimmon in the Exhibition Daily Premier Tour tennis game. How about
0: that, Brady? <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
3: So there could be an interesting strategy used at the top of the NFL draft. We will tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are taking part in the program, we appreciate it. We know it's a difficult time for a lot of people, so uh, if you want to hang out with us for the next couple hours here on FSR, we'll get your mind off things, bust balls, play a little bit of grab ass. It's what we do, and we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, my My man, Brady Quinn.
4: What's up, Tiger King? Uh, what, what, what's going on over there,
3: huh? Uh, just call me uh, Joni Exotic. Jonas Exotic. <laughs> uh, we actually gave that name to Lee over over the weekend. Lee Delap, our executive producer, just that, based that on can his make some sense there. Yeah, ba- based on his dating history, we've, we're calling him Lee Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> <You're on. laughs> just saying, Lee. Uh, by the way, thoughts and prayers uh, to Lee Delap in this quarantine. Uh, I mean, they, you are just a a madman on those dating sites, and I, and I feel for you because I'm not sure this uh, social distancing. Is going to benefit you at all?
7: Yeah, it's rough, man. It's been a, it's been a hard one for me, but I do have Tiger King to get me by. I, I started it again today, so got a few episodes in.
3: <laughs> Telling you, man. Just <laughs> what stick are your with thoughts it,
7: Lee? So far, Lee. It was, you know, I turned it off after a few episodes because I was just kind of over it. But then I gave it another shot, and uh, now I'm 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 hooked. I got to go finish it tonight after the show.
3: Yeah, it's. Um... <laughs> I've got to do Narcos, or not Narcos, uh, Ozark. i got to do Ozark. Yeah. Ozark needs yeah. to get done. Uh, all sorts of um, uh, football life documentaries that are on. I know uh, Fox Sports 1 and ESPN are going to do some of these classic games. Um, they've uh, Fox Sports 1 played Game 7 of the World Series in 2016 back, Cubs-Indians. So there, there is stuff out there for you to watch. Um, unfortunately for a lot of people, most notably the NBA and Major League Baseball and the NHL, you're not really getting an opportunity to watch your games, but the NFL draft will continue on Brady Quinn. I'm good with the NFL draft continuing on, But it does present maybe a little bit of an issue, and that issue is if you're a player who does have medical concerns and you don't have the ability to work out for a team, specifically you're put together a pro day, how do you go about handling your situation? Tua Tungavailoa is the most notable of it. He is expected to be a top five pick in the NFL draft um, regardless, and there has been some discussion as to maybe Tua Tungavailoa might actually put together a pro day uh, via a, a live stream, whether it be on Zoom or, or FaceTime or whatever you, he wants to use, if you were Tua or you were advising Tua, I mean, do you even go through with something like this, knowing you're going to be picked in the top five regardless?
4: You know, I, I think you should because you, much like Cam, I mean, look, Cam Newton is a former MVP of the league, and he's putting out these videos to try to reassure some teams out there He's still got the competitive drive and he's healthy and, he, and he's ready to go in there for his next opportunity. So if you've got a for, former league MVP doing that, who's now in his thirties, you better believe that Tua should be feeling that same you know pressure to want to showcase his abilities to everyone and not just base it off what they saw at Alabama, because there's a lot of concerns that, you know, people feel like he may not be able to come back and be the same player. So whether it's a live stream or whether it's even taped, I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with, with them essentially saying, look, we're going to throw out 32 of these just because you want every single team to have one, even though obviously there's only going to be one team that selects you and maybe only you know four or five who are interested. You still want to send it to everyone. So whether it's taped, whether it's a live stream and they tape it and send it out, whatever the case may be, um, that would be how I would go about doing it if I was Tua or any other player. I mean, look, J.K. Dobbins for Ohio State, he didn't work out at the combine either. He's a running back that had a stellar career in college. And and I think just wanted to give himself some more time in preparing for the 40. Because, you know, as we always talk about, these numbers stick with you, man. Like, they really do. I remember when I was with the Rams back in 2013, they would give us these scouting reports. These scouting reports on our opponent, not only would they have, you know, all their tendencies, you know, what they do on first, second, third down, red zone, two minute, blah, blah, blah. They also had, like, breakdowns of the players from our scouting department. And they had them labeled like different things as far as their injury history and what they were graded coming out and what they are now coming into the league and what they've been and like a short synopsis and write up and some of their strengths and weaknesses. Like all this stuff is compiled and and you know what else was in there? Their forty time from the combine. Because once you run it, that's it. Like that, whether it's at the combine, pro day, what have you, that stuff stays with you forever. So that's one of the reasons why for a guy like Dobbins, it didn't run it. It'd be nice to figure out a way of, of how you can maybe showcase that. Yeah, I'm I'm am I'm a four, you know a high four four guy, and, and at my size and my ability, that might be a running back that maybe you do look at at the back end of the first round or second round of this year's draft. So there's a lot of players who are in that position um, that I think would like to do something to showcase their skill set and just all the hard work they've been putting in to do this stuff to th- to then show everyone what they're capable of being.
3: Uh, I I don't think there's any shot that Tua drops past five. I mean, I, I I don't see how he gets out of the top five. So if that's the case... I,
4: I would say safely six. Like, I think if you're... Because if he Let's just say, for example, he dropped to the Chargers and they didn't take him at that point, I would be surprised. So yeah. I, I would say safely the top six. If he dropped after that, then I think there's a real medical concern that teams are, you know, probably whispering to one another and, and no one's necessarily sharing with one another. And then it's going to come down to what team trades up to take him and and they're willing to take on that medical risk and maybe even him not playing his rookie year.
3: So then do you think that the Dolphins at five would just go in a completely different direction either positionally or would they just take a different player at quarterback?
4: I would do this. Like if I was the general manager for the Miami Dolphins, and let's just say hypothetically, I had some big time concerns about Tuo Tanga by lowest hip. Like I didn't think he was either gonna a be able to play or if we draft him he's not gonna be the same player and I, and I've got real reservations about how long he'll be able to play I would take best player available at that spot I don't know who that is yet uh, would it potentially be a tackle maybe because I think there's some really good tackles that are gonna be in your organization hopefully for 10 15 years um, that you could take at that spot number five you know because even though they have three first round picks, You know, maybe you'd think about trading back if someone wanted to trade up and take the risk of taking them, accumulating more picks to build on this young roster. But even if I did that, like let's just say I'm going somewhere besides quarterback, right? I would most likely sign Cam Newton or Jameis Winston. Like I would make that move almost simultaneously because I wouldn't want another team that's out there, like for example, the Chargers, because the Chargers are sitting right behind me. And let's say, for example, they don't feel great about any of the quarterbacks after Joe Burrow. Maybe they're worried about Tua's hip. They're worried about what Justin Herbert you know, could potentially be and Jordan Love because he had a bad last year at Utah State. You know, Maybe they've got reservations. I would not want them to have the chance of either creating a market and making it more expensive for me to sign one of those guys or being able to, to sign them before they know what I'm doing with that draft pick. So I would almost make it either right before the pick – or or almost make it simultaneous um you know so so maybe i'm i've already got an idea of who i might want to trade up or what the Chargers are doing behind me and maybe i've got an idea of what it's going to cost to sign Jameis or what it's going to cost to sign cam if we're going to end up passing on to us so that that would be how i would handle it if i was the Miami Dolphins
3: here's the other thing i think situation Obviously, situation is is almost everything when it comes to especially quarterbacks are coming out in the draft. And we've talked about quarterbacks. I mean, look, I still don't think Josh Rosen has gotten a fair shot. I, I still like people can tell me he's a bust and they can Dude, say whatever he
4: might have want. had the worst First two years awful. of luck of
7: any feel, player I feel bad in NFL for history. I
3: legitimately feel bad for him. I think he got, I think he got jobbed in Arizona and it's fine. Cause it looks like the Kyler Murray move in Kingsbury. They've got some hope there, but I think he got jobbed in Arizona and then he gets to Miami and he doesn't really get an opportunity to work through any issues. He's just is put out there and then they determine, all right, well I better also win some games. So they just go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I don't know if he's ever going to have an NFL career just because people won't be able to get over that perception of it. It's the same thing with Dwayne Haskins. I, I don't feel like Dwayne Haskins has really been given a fair shot, more so than Josh Rosen. So that's a, a whole nother conversation. I just wonder, because there's been some some talk out there that if there is some concern about Tua and him being 100% healthy coming into the season, well, you know, you could just sit him for a year and then, uh, you know, have a veteran quarterback and then play him next year. That's nice in theory, but we both know how this works. If you're drafted in the first round these days in the NFL, at some point you're going to be called upon to play because a coach is trying to save his job and wants to present hope to the front office. So is there even a situation to where... Perfect scenario. Everything goes well. You've got a coach with job security and a veteran quarterback that you don't have to worry about putting Tua in the first year so that you're absolutely confident he's going to be healthy because Anthony Lynn's job has got to be on the line at some point. I mean, I, I don't know how, he, how comfortable I mean, he, he feels He just
4: signed it. an extension, but you're right. I mean, th- there is some concern there. You know, Miami is one in which you think Flores is pretty good given how they finished last year. He's only in the second year, and they've got Fitzpatrick there who, who showcased he can still get the job done. Um, you know, maybe for another 16 games at this point in time, in his career, who knows, but th- that would be a really good scenario. I think for any young quarterback to enter into just because of who Ryan is and kind of, I-, I think where that team's at, they're kind of building together. So Miami is really the first one that stands out o- outside of that. Like, I mean, even, in, even in LA, you know, Tyrod, I think is a, is a good guy would be a good locker room guy, but he wants to play. He wants to start. Yeah. Like he's hoping that they don't take a quarterback and they do go with him. You know that's his hope. So it, it's it's tough to really get a sense for like, you know, what team ultimately would be like the best place for him. Um, I, I can't I can't think of a better spot honestly than Miami at this point because yeah. there's not many other teams that really need a quarterback. Like some people were kind of thrown on the idea of, well, is Pittsburgh maybe going to be that team that's going to be in the market for a quarterback after Big Ben? Look, I don't know if they are or aren't, but I'll tell you this much. If they end up taking a guy behind Ben, Ben's going to be ticked off. Like, Ben didn't like when they took a third-round quarterback. You think he's going to like it if they take a first-round quarterback? Basically saying, hey, bud, the writing's on the wall. We're getting ready to move on behind you.
3: That's one of my favorite Ben Roethlisberger stories. A guy who's been has a reputation he doesn't do anything in the off season. He just hangs out and relaxes. But somehow he found time in the off season to call into a local Pittsburgh show and complain about them taking who is it? Was it Mason Rudolph they took? Yeah, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> like yeah. It's just who, yeah, I, I who can't eventually it. got
4: beaten in the head by a helmet by Miles Garrett.
3: Yeah, that that is true. Uh, that, uh, but but you know, it's 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 about what he said to Miles Garrett though. I mean, it's right. about what he said. You know, right. like that whole story. Good God. Uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn. Jonas Knox here on fox sports radio so yeah the two situation is going to be um that's going to be an interesting one to watch and so if somebody were to say how to about you, this
4: by the way because you brought up something that i thought was interesting real quick you said at some point first round pick fans will be clamoring for him to go in the game what, what happens if we have to go through a season where there's not gonna be any fans there but they're still gonna play the game if that makes true. any sense at all by the way because um, they talked about doing that with the xfl what happens if the NFL, because the, the NFL has been kind of brazen with, with the way they've handled this, right? They started the new league year. They're not going to move the draft. What happens if they come up upon the decision in September to say, look, we've tested the players. None of the players have it. Some of them do. We're quarantined. We'll, we'll go through this protocol or this process, but we don't want to put fans at risk. So in order to do that, we're going to play the games. They'll be televised. There won't be fans. What happens if that's the case? I mean, then then there's not really any fans clamoring at all. Maybe, maybe what they're writing in the media or or Twitter.
1: Yeah, there,
3: there's certain there's certain court. Like, let me tell you something. You know who's really hoping there's no fans in attendance next year? Mitch Trubisky. He's really hoping there's no fans in attendance because uh, he was getting booed off the field a year ago. So, yeah, that would be that would be an interesting scenario. Spoken like
4: a true Bears fan. Well,
3: right I, listen, I, I'm just I'm just saying like here, a I, true Bears. I, fan. I, I don't have a dog in the fight here. I, I'm simply I'm simply a broadcast professional yeah, reporting r- reporting on on all these oh, stories and headlines out there. Um, you had a tiger. I, I, will just, a tiger in the I, I will just, I will just, I will just. Well, it's a, it's a tail. Liger. Uh, I will just, I will just ask you this: um, if, if somebody said to you,
4: did you know she, ligers really existed until you watched that show? What, I mean, I figured you could ligers? crossbreed them. but I, I didn't actually. Think, I wasn't like, all right, is that like a real thing though?
3: What ligers? Is that a cross between a lion and a tiger?
4: Yeah, I mean they crossbreed them, but I'm just saying. Like, I, have, I was I like, know. I don't know, if I've ever seen a Liger before.
3: I have no. I, uh, let's uh, let's go live to our. Actually, I can't say that on the air. I was about <laughs> to say something, and I will not do that on the air here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm not going to let you steer me into a danger zone here. It's not happening. I'm not just. Okay. not, not going to let you do it. Um, I just if somebody if somebody said to you to a Tung of ILOa, over under draft selection four and a half, Miami sitting at five.
4: What do you think I'd say the over because I I don't know that Miami's going to want to take the risk. Now they don't have to give up another first round pick in order to move from five to two or five to three. But I I mean, granted they've got a ton of draft capital so they could, if they really want them. I think they, I think they stay put and I think they get them at five. You know, I just, I think chase young goes two. that's a no brainer for the Redskins. Yeah. And then if you look at Detroit, like, it's just gonna be hard to trade out of that spot because I think they know that Detroit and 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 the Giants, neither of those two need a quarterback, in my opinion. And I just don't see anyone trying to leapfrog to take two given the injury concern with the hip. So I, I think he goes at five.
3: Yeah, I just I I, I get this weird feeling that the Chargers are gonna try and leapfrog him. I, I just I get this vibe that the Chargers, if they think there's a significant difference between Herbert and and Tua Tagovailoa, that they're going to try and leap them, and whether it's going to the Giants um, uh, before Miami or or the Lions, I just I feel like the Chargers are going to make a jump, and and Miami's going to be on the outs. So that, well, either that's, way, you take
4: the over, then wouldn't you? Or you think um, they're going to jump the four?
3: I would I would probably take the under. I just don't see how they how, how teams let him get to that point. I think somebody's going to desperately try and make a move, and I think it'll be the Chargers of anybody. Uh, or it could see, be the yeah, Patriot, I think they stay put and
4: they take Herbert. It just it makes some sense to me based on what I've heard from them pre-draft process.
3: Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up next, uh, Brady Quinn, um, he scared me because he said he wanted to play a little game of Who'd You Rather. Now, I thought we were going to get in trouble, but it is actually Who'd You Rather, the NFL quarterback edition. Find out who we're talking about next year on FSR.
5: What's a liger?
4: It's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mixed. Redford's skills and magic. This is it. We've got an Amex
3: Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
5: Work.
3: <sighs> this is such crap, man.
4: You really don't like Def Leppard.
3: No, it, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here wow. on Fox Sports Radio. Let me tell you what wow. happened before the show. Um,
4: I don't even think you like yourself, dude. You? What?
3: No. The, here's here's the problem. You. You before issues, the show, man. you hijacked Bobo and and you gave. I, you know what? A- it
4: wasn't even before the show. This is days ago. That's how. That's how far advanced I prepare for the show. <laughs> unlike some people I know.
3: Yeah. Is it okay? They're good. That's uh-huh. uh, so, yeah.
4: Bobo. Bobo, my line. Yeah. Did I not ask for this days ago? Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, now, now was right. it? Thank you. Never n- Now was it on? Did you go into his DMs, mock him about his weightlifting routine, and then ask for the music request? No, he does like, that
7: on air. He oh, doesn't okay. have to
3: slide yeah,
4: the no, no, mic. I, if I slide into Bobo's DMs, <laughs> I make sure I put on air, too.
3: Yeah, let, let me tell you something. Bobo, whoever taught you how to do curls uh, ought to get their ass beat. I mean, I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. Because that that is Bobo, shoddy. Bobo, shoddy.
4: First off, you know it's all love, Bobo. We, we we wouldn't give you a hard time if we didn't love you. Just love I don't think I've, cru- I've even said anything about any of your workouts in a while. Actually, you did. Wh- which one? <laughs> uh, it was. I'm saying on social media, not oh, on the show. Okay,
7: well, never mind. No, you have. Yeah, you
4: can't. You can't count headline or lie last week. Okay you
7: know it's funny you bring up I
4: mean, first off radio. by the way you're welcome for me for me incorporating you as part of my one of my headliner lies sorry bobo i'll make sure to yeah. just exclude you yeah. from now on you
3: should feel honored okay <laughs> unbelievable you make what? it on headliner lie you should feel honored i try I to put
4: many things about jonas in there and, and i try and to I include you I i'm going to move on a... to lear de sager now but i never said i was
7: complaining about it you just asked a question and i was giving you an answer okay it sounds well, like you're complaining okay um, I'm just I'm just telling you.
3: For those of you that, that want to be a part of Headline or Lie, we do have good news. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. That is coming up less than 10 minutes from now, 877-99-ON-FOX, 877-996-6369. Headline or Lie, the hottest game show anywhere on a Sunday night on Sports Talk Radio and beyond. If you want to team up with Brady Quinn and myself, we just have one requirement – at least try to be half in the bag, all right? At least try to be somewhat mangled when you call into the show because it makes for a better segment. 877-99-ON-FOX. That does not sound right. Um, coming up uh, less than 10 I mean, minutes ago. You, you
4: made it sound like they need to get into some sort of motorcycle accident and then be no, like mangled I, calling No, I,
3: like mangled, like intoxicated.
4: Yeah, no, like, I I understand the reference. I'm saying like, you might well, need to clarify, all right? It's well, hashtag chronostyle right now. Right, things get I, a little bit confusing. I get okay? it, but
3: if I if I tell somebody I'm bombed, it doesn't mean I've got like grenade strapped to me or dynamite. All right, you know what I mean? Like, the only the only person I know of that's been literally bombed uh, is that kid who on 4th of July got, got hammered uh, a couple of years ago, and decided to light a mortar bomb off his head because he thought that would be a good idea.
4: There was also um, JPP. I'm just going to throw that out there.
3: Yeah, well, there, but, but this kid actually put an entire mortar bomb on his head and then had his buddy light it. Um, that kid going into it was 5'10". Uh, he's now 3'8". Uh, that is uh, <laughs> just... just. I'm just saying, like, there's certain ideas that are good ideas, and that wasn't one of them. I'm just, just trying to point it out to you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, um, we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cashback you earn at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cashback match. Discover Cashback Match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashbackmatch. match. Brady, you scared me before the show. You said, let's play a game of Who'd You Rather. Oh, yeah. and, and I yeah. thought you were going to take it on air and we were going to get in all sorts of trouble. But instead, it's a Who'd You Rather NFL quarterback edition. And you have three that you've given me. All right, You have three that you've given me. Uh, you've given me Cam Newton. You've given me Jameis Winston. You've given me Andy Dalton. But there could possibly be a fourth. Please, There could be a
4: fourth in play. Okay. Go ahead. It's for you to pick. Oh, okay. okay, so um, you've got those three. You can go through them, and and if you don't like any of those three, <laughs> I will give you the mystery fourth.
3: Okay. Um. I if of these three, the the one that I'm highest on is Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston. There's a narrative attached to Jameis Winston for things that happen in college all of which are bad, and all of which I totally understand. There's also the incident that took place with the Uber driver. I know he was punished for it a couple of years ago. It was but like that, four years I ago. I know, but that incident, I, I agree. But when he finally eventually was punished for it, it was more recent than that, so I think that still sticks with people. From what I've heard, in talking with people who are either around the Bucks or cover the Bucks, they say he was really well-liked by teammates, but his problem was... You know, he just threw 30 interceptions like, you know, and that was kind of an issue that he had at Florida State. I believe of these guys that are available, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, the one with the biggest upside at this point in their career is Jameis Winston. That is the guy that I would take a chance on unless you have a fourth that could sway me in a different direction.
4: Okay, what happens if I told you this quarterback? He's been to an AFC championship game before. This quarterback Mm. is a former first round pick. This quarterback has led their school to one of the most successful seasons in university or in their school's history. What if I told you this quarterback used to date Lindsey Duke? Blake Bortles.
3: Oh, okay um all right now 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 right, you've really wet my whistle here uh yeah that is yeah that was really where things went wrong for uh for Blake Bortles when for whatever reason he decided to walk away from that now Blake Bortles last seen if I'm not mistaken backup quarterback for the LA Rams
4: correct if, if current, current free agent quarterback right now so you can sign him and anyone can sign him right now Lindsay Duke herself can also sign him
3: um I don't think that'll be happening. Um, listen, it's oh, social distancing, Brady. We're not, we can't really sign anybody uh, from a, a. It's
4: hard to be too far face. away from those things.
3: That is true. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a very good point. That is that is a very 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 good point. And it's points like that that make me thrilled that my fiance is not listening. Um, I will just say this: I would be the most intrigued by Blake Bortles, <laughs> but there's no shot in hell. <laughs> that Blake Bortles is getting a job over Jameis Winston, not if out. I
4: would have said Johnny Utah out of Ohio State. Point break. <laughs> thoughts on that?
3: If it's Johnny Utah, that's one thing. Uh, only if Gary Busey comes with him and it's like a package deal. By the way, did I tell you I saw Gary Busey at a chili cookoff one time? He was walking by. He looked like he had been time traveling. Uh, he, he, there was I don't know what was in his system, but it, whatever Isn't it was, he there always time traveling. Yeah, there was a lot of it in his system as he walked by. I literally yelled out, hey, Utah, give me two. And he turned around. <laughs> he, t- he turned around and gave me a big thumbs up. So that was like my brush with uh, with Gary Busey.
4: That's amazing.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so now you tell me. Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, or a fourth that you could throw in? Who'd you rather?
4: I think it all depends on what you're looking for. Like, I, I really do have a hard time picking between any of these three. I think the toughest one for me is just Cam only because I don't know exactly how healthy he is, but he does – he looks fine in the videos. Um, And so I'd be tempted to take a shot on Cam first, but I think the upside for the longest, obviously, is Jameis because he's, what, 26 years old? So I still think there's a lot of good football left there in him. He threw for over 5,000 yards last year, over 30 touchdowns. Like, that's not easy to do. (laughs) He led the league in passing. So he's probably the safer bet – even though he turns the football over a lot and, and, and you know, his past, you know, transgressions, but still he is probably the safer bet. Although, all, I mean, again, I'm so torn over because Dalton's been really successful I and mean, he really has throughout the course of his career. And I think if he finds himself in the right situation and circumstance, he might be better than both of them. And so some part of me tells me like, if Dalton went to new England, if Dalton went to, um, a, a team, I think, with with enough around him, like he actually might be able to maximize everything, and might be the best of those three. Uh, but Jameis is the one that I think is going to be more sought after. Just purely because of his age. Uh, By the way, Blake Bortles, 28 years old. Still got a lot of football left in him. I'm just saying. Absolutely does. A lot of Uh, extracurricular activities too off the field.
3: I I 100% agree. And and I've heard about those extracurriculars off the field. Uh, All right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next. uh, It has been called the hottest game show anywhere on Sunday nights. Especially on this network when we're on the air. It is headliner Lie. If you want to be a part of it, 877-99-ON-FOX is the number for you. We are looking for two participants, two tag team partners here on FSR. That's next. For all the latest stuff from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your hearts open up your ears and shut your damn mouths to Steve
6: Speaking of opening up your hearts, the Fox uh, iHeart Living Room Concert for America continuing on Fox TV and FS1 half hour down, half hour to go. Fox said they raised some money for CDC's coronavirus response efforts with their Madden Invitational event that aired before this on FS1. By the way, in the final, it was Derwin James of the Chargers beating up Michael Vick. Vick was using Lamar Jackson in Baltimore and got him to the final, but he was down 21 Nothing early and lost eighty to sixteen in the Madden final against Derwin James tonight. Eighty to sixteen. Eighty to sixteen is correct. And who was Derwin playing with? Seattle. Correct. The neon uniform. Kind of odd. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was. Why would? It was brought up. Your own team. It was brought up. (laughs) And the Madden expert on the broadcast said, "Well, you want to win, and typically guys don't pick their own teams, so."
4: I mean, it he was is correct. That, is that basically right. leading to like, all right, Derwin James is trying is, to get out of LA. Or he's as soon as his rookie contract. No, Seattle.
6: I don't know if we can read that, but yeah, you're not the only person who noticed that. That's for sure. They they did address that. Chris Myers, by the way, to co-hosted tonight, and yes, I, eighty to sixteen I, uh, was the fight. I fun. am a
3: Chris Myers
6: <laughs> He my, was uh, he was actually calling football today. Uh, Of course, it was Madden football, but of course, we had the Fox uh, NASCAR announcers yet again calling NASCAR racing the virtual racing. FS1 carried that today. Danny Hamlin had taken uh, last weekend's inaugural event. You remember we were talking about the setup last Sunday night that Hamlin had to take that. Timmy Hill was the winner today, a guy who is an iRacer racer. NASCAR says he's had 1,600 starts in this iRacing that NASCAR is going to be carried on FS1 this season. So last weekend's winner, Hamlin, had a nearly $40,000 setup for his simulator at home, high-end, and three monitors and all that. Today's winner, who as a driver competes for a smaller, low-budget team, he won using a wheel that cost him 300 bucks, mounted to a $75 desk <laughs> sitting in a $100 chair on his primary laptop computer that he was using with his gaming computer.
3: Let me tell you something, you guys. The Amish are laughing at us. Okay, <laughs> we, we, we are losing our minds. We are losing our minds yes. being stuck at home. It's crazy.
6: You know, I don't see why anybody in the last three weeks haven't brought the Amish. You were the first I've heard. Literally the first.
3: Yeah. They can do it. Why can't we? Good for you. Yeah.
6: All right. Join us for Wait, a barn raising what tomorrow, 4 p.m.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what are they doing?
3: We'll see. I
6: don't know. I <laughs> don't know. Call them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, let's get a hold of them. <laughs> the Detroit Lions will sign wide receiver Geronimo Allison, ex of Green Bay. Defensive back Ronald Darby agreed to a one-year deal with the Redskins. Jimmy Johnson says his Hall of Fame presenter this year will be Troy Aikman. Of course, Jerry Jones hasn't put Johnson in the team's ring of honor yet. Tom Landry went in three years after going into the Hall. Former Washington Huskies head football coach Jim Lambright has passed away at the age of 77. He was born and raised in the Seattle area. He played on Washington's 1963 Rose Bowl team and joined the coaching staff there with the Huskies in 1969. Two Cubs employees tested positive for the virus this past week. One was hospitalized, the other was recovering at home. Former outfielder Jim Edmonds was in the hospital yesterday and was tested for coronavirus. He does have pneumonia. Former Jaguars lineman Tony Bacelli was recently hospitalized, reportedly due. Due to the coronavirus. Bleacher Report also says several other current and former NFL players have tested positive for the virus. And construction continues at the L.A. Rams' new stadium after an iron worker tested positive for COVID-19. Back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn.
3: Thanks, Steve, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, coming up in... Uh, We'll call it 12 minutes from now here on FSR. Somebody on this show got screwed, absolutely screwed. Uh, And I will tell you who that is, and I'm really upset about it. That'll be 12 minutes from now. Right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this.
1: News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the
7: good news?
1: Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn.
3: It is that time, Headline or Lie, here on Fox Sports Radio, where we go around the country and sometimes the world to see who wants to team up with Brady, Quinn, and myself in a little game we call Headline or Lie. We'll explain the rules here coming up momentarily. But let's first meet our participants. Uh, We go all the way to Massachusetts, where Jack is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Jack, what's happening?
4: What's up, Jack? Gentlemen, how are we doing
3: tonight? Good, we're hanging out. Crazy virus, panic, It's madness, stuck with my
4: children. My quarterbacks moved
3: to Tampa Bay. I don't get it. Yeah, You know (laughs) what, though?
4: Just have a drink, brother. That's all you can do at this point, right?
3: Oh, yeah. And leave
4: legal in Massachusetts, too.
3: That is good. You 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 can't walk the Green Wolf uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, Jack, who do you want to team up with, Brady Quinn or myself?
4: Uh, We're going to go with Brady Quinn. All right. Of course you are. Let's do it, Jack. Let's win it, buddy, all right? Of course you are.
3: That's fine. You know, I don't need need Jack. You want to know why? Because I've got Jeff, who's in Hawaii, who's in my neck of the woods. Jeff in Hawaii, listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff, what's happening?
4: Hey, fellas. How are you? Uh,
3: Good. Jeff, uh, now, are you on uh, the Great Island of Oahu right now? I am. All right, so you're listening on uh, our blowtorch, Fox Sports 990, (laughs) Fox Sports Hawaii, AM 990.
4: Jeff, you sound dead sober right now. Uh, well, it's 3.39 in
7: the afternoon, Brady, so give me a few hours. <laughs> I mean, I Jeff, it, to get through.
4: Jeff you're, it's a weekend still, right? Am I wrong?
7: Yeah, it's Sunday, which tonight. Yeah,
4: they call really, it Sunday really Funday for a reason, hour. brother.
3: Hey, Let me tell you something. Jeff, we're going to do this. I'm a big fan of the Kona Brewing Company, and, and you and I are going to do this together, man. All right, we're going Let's to do, do this it. together. All right, so here's how it works, guys. Uh, we are going to read headlines to each other's partners at the end of this list. If we are tied, we have a tiebreaker question. So here we go. I will start first with Brady's partner, Jack. Jack, first up, headline or lie? A 70-year-old. A 70-year-old Florida man was accused of auto theft. Says the coronavirus made him do it.
1: Ooh, that didn't come across my newsfeed.
0: I'm going to say that's a lie.
4: Well done. Here you go, Jack.
0: Yeah. He
4: can read right through your Damn BS, guys. Just saying. All right, All right here man. we go, Jeff. Headline All right. or lie? A Florida man attempted to rob a cashier at Winn-Dixie claiming to have the coronavirus and was threatening to cough on people.
7: Oh, anytime
5: I hear Florida, man, I think it's, that that's a headline.
3: Oh, come on. Ah. Come on. Damn it. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, Jack Brady's partner, head headliner lie with a one-nothing lead headliner lie here on Fox Sports Radio. When asked what advice he would give fans about social distancing right now, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said, quote, pretend you're at a Chargers game. <laughs> uh,
1: that's a lie.
4: He's good. There he is. You got a good two, one, Brady. baby. He's hitting him out of the park over the green monster. All right, Jeff, here we go. Headline or lie? A cruise ship carrying 42 people experiencing extreme bouts of diarrhea is headed to Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
3: That's a lie. Oh, my God.
4: God. Yeah, unfortunately, it is headed into port. Hey, hey, oh, TV man. Hey, Jeff,
3: Jeff, let me tell you something. I don't give a crap if it's 3.30 in the afternoon in Hawaii. Start <laughs> drinking some beer and let's get on the road here. All right?
7: All right, oh all God. right.
3: All right, here we go. Uh, let's go to uh, Brady's partner, Jack, who is on fire. Yep. Jack, headliner lie, a couple in Las Vegas decided to name their son Raider after their football team.
4: <laughs> oh, man, that's a toss-up. I don't know. Uh, lie sit oh. down. Yeah. down there's oh. a of hope for you there Jeff This is a big
3: oh my out. god come on Jeff
4: here we go Jeff headline or lie after being quarantined with the coronavirus actor Tom Hanks has decided to buy a kangaroo farm in Australia
0: that is
7: a headline. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear Lord.
3: Uh, Here we go. Um, Jack, if you get this correct, it's over. All right? It is a Let's wrap go, if Jack. you get this correct. All right. So put me out Jack, of my okay. misery, Jack. Uh, Brady Quinn's partner, Jack, here on Fox Sports Radio. Headliner lie, child services were called to a home in Fort Lauderdale over the weekend after the neighbors reported a man's young daughter was betting on horse racing.
1: Um Headline? <laughs> yeah No <laughs>
4: <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Alright, here we go. We we play on. Jeff here you go. Headline or lie? A California mortgage company is offering a special discount to first-time newlyweds that are virgins looking to buy a home. Rates could be as low as 3.4% for a 30-year fixed-rate loan.
5: Oh, my God. How are you going to prove that? That's a lie. Uh,
3: Lie, headline, uh, what do you have? A buzzer or a correct answer?
7: That's a that's a lie. There's no way you can prove that. In there, there, he is.
4: There he is. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. All right. All right.
3: Uh, here we go, uh, Jack. Same as okay. last time. If you get this correct, the game is over. All right. Here we go. Right. Headline right. live for Brady Quinn's partner. Headline live. Jack. Due to the coronavirus, there is a fear of a condom shortage worldwide. Uh, that's a lie. Oh my gosh! Don't call it a comeback. They don't call him on that. Jack.
1: Everyone's housed up. What do you a... think they're going to do? What a
3: gag job!
1: They're not job. even each other. They're what... not even getting really... well. I guess a what a, they've... What
3: a gag thing job out. by Jack so far. Here we go. Come on, Jeff. Man. You got some hope here.
4: All right, Jeff. All right. Here we go. Headline or lie? Fox Sports radio host wins best dressed radio personality after being seen in a white button down during an appearance on the John Ramos show. <laughs>
3: No, well, that's a, a lie. <laughs> I mean, it should be a headline.
4: By the way, a who lie. wears a white oh button God. down to the by, John Ramos show? By the way, by
3: the way uh, Jack and Jeff, uh, excuse me for a minute. You're a douchebag. Let me just tell you that. Guys.
4: First thing, Which one? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. You,
3: Jonas? <laughs> yeah, uh, here we go. Guys, uh, it, it is now a tiebreaker, sudden death overtime. I'm going to read you a headline.
4: Hey, if will we, you read the one that I sent you earlier this week?
3: I I, I will not, uh, because I don't want to get fired. Um, I'm going to read you the headline or the lie. You buzz in with your name. First person to buzz in will have an opportunity to take their guess and win it for their partner. So here we go. Uh, Guys, uh, headline or lie, your name is your buzzer. A former NFL quarterback is seeking treatment after admitting he only answers his phone while taking a dump.
4: Jeff, Jeff.
5: Jeff is in Hawaii. (laughs) Jeff in Hawaii trying to pull off the comeback of a lifetime. So you're saying there's a chance.
3: That is a lie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
3: Yes. Come on. You just got Corona, Brady Quinn.
4: Can you believe that California mortgage company, by the way?
3: (laughs) By the way, that's not completely a lie. Um, And I'm not even talking about the interest part. Uh, All right. uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. A fun addition. Thank you to uh, Jack in Massachusetts and uh, Jeff in Hawaii. That was a fun one here on Fox Sports Radio. Up next, uh, from the fun times to the bad times, somebody on this show got screwed. Absolutely screwed. And I'm pissed off about it. Find out who we're talking about here on FSR. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, uh, what's this garbage? Is this is another request from Brady Quinn. Did, so, how did this work? You got to pick all the music this week because you sent over like a, what a text to Bobo or an email. How did this all go down?
4: I I, I think I just texted him. I was like, "Hey, oh. man, do you mind playing some '80s? We haven't done that in a while." And he was like, "Yeah, of course. '80s are awesome. We both love the '80s. Cool."
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately though, we all know it's just going to get figured out on the streets, anyways. You know, like. <laughs> That's, that's By the way,
4: I always get jobbed in Headliner Live lately because <laughs> I get I get mean? the drunkest person who calls in. Uh, and it goes to overtime. And, and what do we base everything off of? Reaction time. I think we all know the guy who's the most lit – Probably isn't going to have the chance to, to ring his buzzer, <laughs> quote unquote, if you will.
3: By the way, what about talk about the biggest meathead moment uh, in sports radio history? Brady Quinn and I shaming a guy for not day drinking in Hawaii. <laughs> like, God forbid the guy is sober. God forbid he uh, he hasn't you know opened a bottle yet, and it's three in the afternoon. I would not have said a blow.
4: word had he not been so defiant about it. Like he was like, "It's three thirty in Hawaii." I'm like, well, "Yeah, dude, it's three thirty in Hawaii on a Sunday. Like, what else are you gonna do?"
3: But uh, by the way, we are brought to you by. Discover, want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. I mentioned somebody got screwed, uh, Brady Quinn. Live Bet Jesus came on the air and he made a pick. Uh, He had Mark Pashukovich plus six and a half in an exhibition tennis match against Edward Rahman. Were they Uh, playing? Uh, I, I have no idea. Uh, somewhere on on planet Earth, I have no clue. Um, so he had him plus six and a half, um, which means he could lose by no more than six. How much do you think Mark Pashukovich lost by in this exhibition tennis match?
4: Uh, seven.
3: Yeah, you are spot on, Brady Quinn. There it is. L- loses by seven. LBJ gets screwed again. Karma. I hate this crap.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex
3: Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
5: work
3: yeah of course I think she did it I mean she had her husband on a leash dressed up as a tiger on their wedding day ladies and yeah. nut job yeah. I mean yeah
4: absolutely so oh we tiger, on the air? you think the tiger ate him
3: oh my god or so do you are it's the in that tank Okay, this is this is crazy. Sorry about that. I, I I didn't know we had come back from break. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, and we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Where 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote, ladies and gentlemen. He's my Tiger King. He's Brady Quinn.
4: That's right. That's right. You don't have a tattoo though, (laughs) like anywhere in your body, do you? (laughs)
3: Property. Property of. of, Just making sure. Property of Joe Exotic. I'm telling you, man. Growing up poor, you get called a lot of things. I remember I was called white trash when I was younger several times by just cruel classmates who just weren't really very nice at all. Um, man. you think i'm white trash turn on that show all right that is that is the new definition
4: of, of trash on that show some part of me feels bad you know some part of me feels bad because i don't know any better but then some part of me looks at like the is a carol baskin is that her name yeah i mean she portrays herself in one light like how is anything she's doing different just because they call it a big cat rescue like they're taking cats from cages put them in cats behind cages yeah like that are less it. well kept
3: yeah it is uh it, it it's insanity uh the show Tiger King is is bizarre. She definitely killed her husband oh well she? here here's the other thing this is what I was thinking about you know for a fact with all the outrage that came from this documentary they're going to reopen that investigation oh yeah he'll get an appeal like like well, they're gonna well, reopen. you mean it, into,
4: into her murder into her or appeal into, into, into...
3: into her husband's disappearance yeah like you know and they're going to build a tv show around it they have to i mean with the, with the craze of, of of tiger king they've got to do it
4: well only because of harold her husband cuz that guy's just a dynamic personality i'm not sure if you noticed that i mean just i mean what,
3: <laughs> like i I've, I've met mimes with better personalities than him what what a loser
4: that i mean guy look is. he's perfect for her though because he can fend off with all these lawsuits all these people who are trying to come after her i mean it's just that that whole story though is pretty ridiculous.
3: I mean, I it, just it, it,
4: it's weird to think, by the way, that they're all so connected, like the Doc Antle guy who's in Myrtle <laughs> Beach, and the other guy, that, like the guys who are in Florida. And it's just it's crazy how it seems like you are like, how are all these people like kind of the same person just in a different part of the country?
3: Well, it, it's 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 like the beginning of a joke. If you were to say, uh, so a gay guy, a murderer, and a sex addict walk into a bar. No, no, that's just, that's Tiger King. Like, that's the, <laughs> like, like, that's really what it is. It's, it's insanity. At, at, at what
4: point, by the way, and the Jeff Lowe character, like, I'm not sure what's up with the headband and the hat and that, that whole look and all that stuff and what the guy does or doesn't do. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, the entire thing is just full of shady characters. Like that, yeah. I think that's what makes it entertaining is no one at any point in time— ever thinks they're doing anything wrong no like there's not one person who thinks no. they're doing anything illegal or anything wrong
3: i i mean he, like he bled his parents dry of all their money and it was like <laughs> no let me He bled his like, grandparents dry yeah it was, it was I, his I parents, just, his grandparents I, it's 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 total insanity hey, um, hey
4: meemaw and pap pap you know uh we don't have any money anymore because i forged your name about 20 times
3: and, and then and then probably burned his own alligators to make a point like probably burned down his own alligator exhibit to make a point
4: so which i mean uh, that that's that's what's sad. It's just because he was a product of his his own, dem, you know, his own demise, his own um, you know, vanity. Like he hey. like wanting to tape everything? Like really? Like I you're going to act like that, and you want to tape everything and just get tee someone up some video evidence and proof? Uh, I just
3: sacrifices have to be made sometimes, Brady Quinn. Uh and why he true. was why he was walking around with a Don Joy over his knees the entire show, I have no idea either. I don't know what happened. Like I didn't Here's never,
4: my question is, and you brought this up earlier. Did anyone put anything on his boot when the tiger went after his leg? Or do you think that tiger just wanted to be playful? And I mean, yeah, like, what do you make of that whole scenario? Yeah,
3: just, 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 just wanted to slap him around a little bit. Just, just drag him, just, just drag him around. Just just show him who's boss, a friendly reminder that I could do this anytime I want, you know, just, just to show him who's boss. Uh, it's uh it's, it's nuts, man. Everybody on the show is uh, a, a, just absolutely out of their mind. Uh, but have you ever petted a tiger cub? Uh, I have not.
4: No, I don't think I, I have either.
3: Yeah, I have not, and I don't think I, I mean
4: him. I'm going to be honest with you because Marquise Goodwin was was one of the like NFL players who was in that. And at one point they sort of still shot of him. Like I 100 percent would though. I think that'd be pretty badass. I do. I have no interest in it. I'm, I'm really
3: yeah. Just I, I don't. I don't need to pet something. I, mean, I do think the Cubs
4: would be kind of cute? No, I'm good.
3: Yeah, I don't even wow. like okay. I, after after seeing that show. I don't trust anything. Uh, I have. I don't trust anything.
4: Uh, well, I mean, like, you feel bad, but it's like I mean, you, I mean, it's still nice. It'd be like, cool to like pet them and see them.
3: Yeah, I I don't I, I have no interest in that. Um,
4: you know what? To, you're the type of person that you go down a dark hole where you just you would adopt them. The next thing you know, now you've got two cats, and they're yeah. they're growing. They're 100 pounds. They're 200 pounds. Like, and and you're like, yeah, I've, I've basically got a wild cat reserve now in my backyard because I just kept buying more cats. And make them go get me beer, just like if I can
3: train them to just do that, then I'm fine. But but other than that, I have no interest in petting a uh, baby cubs. I don't I think just,
4: you just... could do them train them to do that. They well, probably rip someone's head off that has beer for you. That's
3: the point. Uh, so, so I don't, I don't have to worry about lines. Like, you want social distancing? Walk down the street with a Bengal tiger. And then, and then you just see how many people want to get involved, in that sort of mix up. So there, there are these advantages uh, that have come from uh, from Tiger King. Uh, let me let me tell you, ask you this, Brady Quinn, because while people are are desperately searching around for live action, live things to watch in the world of sports, we've already talked about it. There is horse racing. There's still horse racing going on overseas. Live bet Jesus got screwed in an exhibition tennis match earlier. Uh, here's the here's the part that I find funny. We have no idea what is going to happen next month. Like we don't know how long this quarantine or, or this, this, you know, public reaction to the handling of like, we have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know. Two weeks from now, yet for some reason, um, people like Kirk Herbstreet are saying that the NFL season should shut down. The college football season should shut down and they cite the optics of it. dude, that's August and September. Can we just figure out what's going to happen at the end of March before we start to determine that a season's going to be canceled based on what other sports are doing? I, I don't understand. it. I really do not understand why the outrage at this point in time.
4: I, I don't understand why anyone would feel the need to make a blanket statement about, you know, football at this point. You know, I, I would think your thought would first be, all right, NBA, MLB, NHL, MLS, like, when do these leagues start to start up again? You know, when does the NBA, I mean, what are they going to do for the playoffs? Are they going to have an opportunity to even have that same thing for NHL? And what about opening day for Major League Baseball, which we already missed? So um, I think those would be more of the pressing questions that I think you're asking yourself if you are any of those professional sports leagues or fans. Um, In regards to college football and NFL, it's so far off, to your point, I don't know how you could even make any sort of statement that it will it, it's being jeopardized or it won't be there. Like that to me is um, it, it's it's reckless in a way yes. because because I think it starts to spread the panic and fear that these conditions we're living under are going to last like this for a much longer period of time. And look, I'm no expert on any of this. I'm, I'm like anyone else. Like my feelings are, I think in a month from now, at the end of April. You know, we might be looking at it a little bit differently. Things could start to change then. Like, that would be my guess after all of this, where once you hit the peak of that bell curve, right, and it starts to flatten and it starts to calm back down, then I think things will be able to kind of go back to normal. So, I think by, you know, June, July of this year, things will start to feel a little bit more normal. And, and, and so, there's two things. The biggest things that need to be in place are this like, we all know what our protocol is now as people. We're quarantined. We're trying to social distance. We're trying yeah. to, you know, shut everything down so we don't risk of spreading it. But what's the next step, right? Like, like what's the next step of how we get back to, uh, you know, our, our lives at some point? Like, are we preparing for that next step of whatever that is? Because you know, there, there's a chance that, like, much like other viruses, like these things may die down over the summer, but they'll eventually come back. Yeah. And so we do have to prepare for like what would the fall look like then? Because there's a chance that like this strain of virus would be kind of sort of spreading in or would start to pick back up again. Do we have a vaccine by then? We're obviously better facilitated for, it, but th- there are a lot of questions, and so that's really the biggest thing is how do we a handle it when we go through a period of time where it may seem dormant or it may seems like it goes away, and then b like what are the teams doing like the n f l college or is college getting back some of their spring practices? is the NFL pushing some of their OTAs in minicamp? Like how is the NFL PA going to handle that? Because there's certain things that are built into the collective bargaining agreement. They just agreed to where they get more off time during the down season, or or more downtime during the off season. And so the issue is if you don't have that downtime, right? Like, are you supplementing that with practice? Are they considering this downtime, even though it's really not like, how do you go about collectively bargaining that and talking about that and coming up with a plan moving forward? So, uh, I would never go there. I th- I think look at least from the NFL standpoint, if you look at what they've already done, having NFL you know free agency, the new league year start, the draft start, I I think they would do everything they could to be at least playing games, whether there's fans in the stands or not, at least playing games on TV come September. So I don't share that same thought. I think that's a reckless statement to make at this point, and it only breeds more panic and fear based on where we're at right now. And 100%. and so I just, I'm not even going to go there. Like, I'm not educated enough to make any sort of statement on anything like that. Uh, but I also don't think that's helpful for anything looking towards the future as it is.
3: He, look, I think it's always a good idea to be proactive as, a, as opposed to being reactive to certain things. Um, This is one of them to where we don't know what the hell is happening week to week, let alone month to month. So it's it's one thing if you want to be proactive and start scheduling things out two weeks ahead of time. I get it. But the idea that we know what how this is all going to shake out, this is a first time for everybody. We have no idea what the hell we're talking about. And I think the big issue for people that are listening to this show, because I, I, I've gotten more positive feedback over the past couple of weeks from people. And it's not so much that, that we've been doing good shows. I mean, who the hell knows? I mean, you know, it, it's all in the ear of the beholder. But it's the fact that people just want to escape from the doom and gloom that they are fed constantly by the media. And I think people are starting, if they didn't lose some sort of trust in the media and wondering who's telling you what because somebody's got an agenda, I think it's starting to happen now. And I've, I've gotten a lot of nice messages and tweets from people that, are, that, that have just said – Thank you for at least getting me away from all of that for a little while. Like at least thank you for for getting me away from the fear mongering and people trying to scare us. And they've turned this thing into the boogeyman. At some point or another, we've got to start to understand that we are doing the best that we can. We are staying in. Uh, we're we're not things aren't open to even go to to begin with. We're staying in. We're self quarantining. Sooner or later, you just have to have to do, do what is recommended, and then whatever happens after that, we'll figure it out and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. This this idea that we've like everybody's got to have a hot take, like well, if this means that this is closed down, that that means that's going to close down. No, two months ago we were we were talking about the Super Bowl. Like you have like you have no idea what's going to happen moment to moment moment. So to, to tell t- tell people and to scare them into thinking hey, you know, it may seem like it's a long ways off, but football's also canceled. Man, my wedding's supposed to be in a few months. I have no idea, uh, or a couple of months. I have no idea if that's even going to happen. I had a bachelor party plan that got thrown in the, in the crap heap. I have no right. idea. We,
4: well, that's because you have cheap friends, though, and they just completely bailed once this whole thing. Uh, came tell about me about it. Let's be honest.
3: It's like it's like it just a, full, a full-blown excuse because we were coming up with costume ideas and i threw out the gimp from pulp fiction and i was right. adamant that i was going to get my way and then they ended up not wanting to go through with it so they're going to use this virus i don't, I don't know an anything excuse. about that
4: i'm just saying some cheap friends if they're just going to bail at you you know it, you, you need the, what is it the town where he doesn't even ask questions <laughs> he just says who's driving <laughs> who's, whose know? car are
3: we taking yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, whose car
4: are we taking? who's driving like that's the kind of friends you need unfortunately i yeah. don't have that I don't really feel that bad for you, though. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you're, it's it's about where you grew up. I mean, yeah, you're, I, I, I can't help you that hey, David Anderson doesn't call into the show anymore on Friday nights. I, look, I can't help you with that. I, 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 don't, listen, I don't know I, what I, to do about that.
3: I, tell me about it, man. Like, but that's the part about growing up in Dublin, Ohio. Is when you grow up in Dublin, right. Ohio, you you get dealt friends like that. Um, you know, I no, I was unfortunate no, to grow up on the West Coast. Like
4: I, you. I I do think it's um, like to your point, like in January, first off, like we were living life like it was normal. We were fixated on the playoffs. Well, Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I mean, meanwhile, because you also have to take, regardless of what you think politically of anything right now, like a task force was formed back in January for all this. Yeah, right. Like there was preparations in place. Like there's a lot of things being thrown out there. Like there's enough ventilators out there. Like people are, are, are medic- our medical system isn't stressed. You know that the whole idea of that, like everything's every, like everything's good. Like we're we're following the proper protocols, and so I don't think we need to. You know, all of a sudden perpetuate this idea that this is going to be our new normal for the rest of our lives. Like this is a period in time we all have to work through and get through together. And then, and we'll see, we had to put entertainment and sports on the back end, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to come back. They might just come back in a different way. Um, and that's why, like forget about football for a second. Like let's get to some other sports that actually have their season right now. You know, if, if I had to throw it out to you, like, let's just say we have another segment coming up. And I had to throw out to you, which one of these leagues you think comes back first? NHL, NBA, or MLB? Which one would you say?
3: Oh, you know, it's it's funny you bring that up, Brady Quinn. It's funny that you ask me that question because I absolutely have an answer for that question here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. And my answer to that question, which sport comes back first? Well, I'll tell you next year on FSR.
5: Work.
3: he's brady quinn i'm jonas knox this is fox sports radio uh you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio radio app uh, i would like to apologize on behalf of brady quinn uh for the music selection tonight here on the show if you're listening live on fox sports radio it is all 80s hair metal um it is. I, I I thought I would have gotten Brady Quinn away from that habit after no, I took stop. him. Stop. I took I, him, I, I, I took me, you it, to the rainbow room. room. Like, I,
4: like I, first off, Bobo plays nothing but hits. I respect his it, the, the job he does playing good music for us. Right. You do nothing but bash anything he plays. <laughs> it is an absolute true. travesty.
3: That that is that is that is not and that uh, there's an erroneous accusation by Brady Quinn. I so much th- slap
4: you with a dildo.
3: Let let me tell you. Let me tell you. I mean, don't uh, threaten me with a good time. Let me just tell you this, uh, Brady Quinn. I thought I got you away from this uh, hair metal uh, music phase that you were in when I took you to the Rainbow Room in Hollywood. And I said, you want to see where all this stuff went down? No idea what you're talking about. Never went to the Rainbow Room in Hollywood. Never been there. Yeah. We, we You and I didn't sit there uh, with our former producer while he was choking down Sculpin IPAs, and you and I are drinking responsibly sitting at the bar. That never happened? You and I were never at Rainbow Room uh, on Sunset Boulevard? Nope.
4: Never happened. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, that's a lie. All right. That is a lie by Brady Quinn. He has lied to you, lying right here on Fox Sports Radio. Just a disaster terrible but nonetheless um, sounds like
4: a terrible story is what it sounds like that story um, was going nowhere
3: we went to the rainbow room uh and you got a glimpse as to what 80s hair metal was really like and many people who were there were still living like it was 1980 and there was the hair metal craze still going on um i, I thought i
4: saw some band members from Dishevel. <laughs> i thought i saw them but i'm not sure hey you what did. do you think about this for next week What's what, what do you think about tease this mock draft oh yeah Mock draft feed next me. week?
3: Yeah, feed me. I'm all. I'm all about it. I love mock okay. drafts. Mock okay. drafts are Com- fun. Man. Commissioner
4: is it Commissioner Knox? Or you want to be a G- GM? How, how no, we plan I'll,
3: this? I'll, I'll be a GM. And you know what's also good, Brady Quinn, about the fact that uh, the NFL draft continues on as planned uh, by the NFL uh, coming up at the end of April, we get to do our top ten, bottom ten draft again, where Brady Quinn does his top ten mock draft in the NFL, and I do the bottom ten picks. So I know you're excited about that. I do a lot of research to to try and decide who's going to pick number 240 in the draft. No,
4: yeah, 100%. Yeah. You basically just take Bucky Brooks and some other people That's, who actually do an entire seven-round draft. And then you kind of tweak some picks based that,
3: on that. That is not true. It is – I, I – Just literally put together my entire list of names. I I get an entire list of names, and I look at you sort of positional rankings, and then I try and guess who's going to pick what. I also try and guess Mister Irrelevant, um, and and I missed on a pick last year by like four selections in the in the bottom ten, which is amazing. That is that is not true. That is uh, just an accusation by another accusation by Brady Quinn two years ago. I had a player going in the bottom ten of the draft who actually ended up going in the top 15 of the draft uh right, that's that's how right. well that was done uh
4: in your defense there was yeah. a mix-up there's two brothers uh, <laughs> there was no mix now, up. now both happened to go a lot higher than you yes. had them pegged however yeah uh that was the mix-up you i think you mixed up brothers one of which ended up being I think, <laughs> tremaine edmonds the yeah. middle linebacker for the buffalo yeah. bills who
3: went in the first round and i had him right. going like number 238 yeah that right. was a uh, yeah i missed by a couple and i think
4: points. you meant like terrell his brother i believe I he's like a, a secondary player for uh, the steelers
3: it, it's a no. mess but but that will be happening so yeah mock drafts uh, tis the season there uh, Brady Quinn by the way uh, for those of you listening here on Fox Sports Radio we don't we'll let you know we are brought to you by Discover want to hear something amazing Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit down, which will match millions of people a year are getting their cash back match Discover cashback match what are you waiting for learn more at discover.com slash cash back match over under coming up uh, a little over five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio uh, Brady Quinn um, since you and I like to spread positivity here on the show. We're not going to tell everybody the world's coming to an end because we have no idea. We're all dealing with this coronavirus uh, and the ramifications of it uh, in real time. Uh, So we do not like to spread fear on this show. But you posed the question, which league comes back first when things start to get up and running again? And I think it's the league that has to get back up and running again, they have to because uh, they've got a lot of uh, partners, a lot of people that really need them back up and running, and that's the NBA. Uh, I think the NBA will be back up before Major League Baseball because I think the NBA desperately has to. I, I think th- the ratings have been a big issue for the NBA. Yeah. And Last it, two
4: years, they've been consecutively declining.
3: Yes, and, and look – Networks aren't happy about it. Um, it's not just an ESPN thing. TNT's numbers have been down, um, even though they've got the greatest studio show in the history of sports. Uh, the the TNT numbers have been down. ESPNs have been down. So whether they got to play in an empty arena, uh, or they've got to play. Um, you know, in some warehouse somewhere, they're going to put on games. They're probably going to get everybody tested to make sure everybody's in the clear and have no fans in attendance. They'll lose that money, but they cannot with all the money they've invested in, in these TV deals. The NBA has to get back up and running before anybody
4: else. I and mean, we just t- Sager mentioned this during one of the breaks in one of the segments, right? Like 900,000 people watched an FS1 airing of the, like an eSport NASCAR, right? Yeah. 900,000 yeah, people. Yeah. Can you imagine the NBA being able to take advantage of an opportunity like this with nothing else to compete against it? Like, I, I think it would make a ton of sense from that standpoint if, if they could administer those games in a safe way for everyone. That's obviously the biggest key. However, um, in a controlled environment, if there weren't fans, you know, you, you kind of limit some of the, the interaction of people that are there, You know, gloves, masks, whatever. I'm just saying that would make a lot of sense however nhl is kind of old school bro i'm just i'm just telling you like and they already kind of wear some you know face you know masks etc maybe and they're wearing gloves maybe they feel like that sport could get going again outside of just obviously guys in your own team that is true but like the point. risk of just passing along to another team et cetera, maybe like they're like the nhl tends to be a little bit more archaic and that's where i feel like maybe there's a chance they could start back up first and just say the heck with it, you know. We're because they're tough guys. I mean, and so the, I think the NHL has a chance to. Um, you know, we we kind of spitball just about MLB and them getting ready to ramp things up. That's the sport as far as social distancing. I mean. Bro, if you play in the outfield, like like you're just basically social distancing from pretty much everything.
3: You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is true.
4: It's um, like, yeah, I, I play middle infield. I, I'm I'm like 20 feet away from the next closest person that could that could give me the coronavirus.
3: Okay, you're 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 uh, a, f- a former athlete. Let me ask you this: If you told athletes in the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball, if you told them, "Hey, we can play right now. There's no fans, but we can play right now," but you got to sign a waiver.
4: We play a hundred percent. I think most players would play now a hundred percent. Now I don't know specifically to each player. I do believe most of the guys are getting paid right now. You know, like all the athletes are getting paid if they weren't because of the stoppage, heck yeah, they'd sign a waiver. They'd play. I think there might be a fair amount of these players who want to play anyway. Yes. Cause the things that they wouldn't be able to, you know, tack on would be potential bonuses, things of that nature and any the ancillary income coming in. So I I and I'm just speaking for myself. Knowing the competitive nature of athletes and guys and especially I'll tell you this much. Then, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad, but I'm just I'm being real, okay? <laughs> this is how I am, I'm being real. All these guys who've got kids who are used to traveling a bunch, being on the road <laughs> during the season, guess what? This is their worst nightmare. They, like everyone loves being dad when it's when it's like convenient, and then all of a sudden when you're stuck with your family for three weeks straight in your house, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm ready to go back to playing again. I'm ready to go back to like getting back into it. So, uh, I would I would imagine there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of dads out there who they've enjoyed the time with their family. Don't get me wrong, but they're ready to get back to work.
3: Look, we talked to your uh, brother-in-law Jack Johnson of the Penguins. Um, Early, and like not that long a few months back here on fox sports radio and he told us how he literally had teeth knocked out during a game final shift of the game had his teeth knocked out um, hadn't been able to eat just left the dentist office was was going down to the arena not thinking he was going to play and the coach called him because two players ahead of him got injured in warm-ups and next thing you know he's out there skating he didn't even have time to warm up like if if you if you were to tell a hockey player um, would you rather play um, with the risk of of getting the coronavirus, or would you rather play with some other s- sort of injury? They would tell you, "I'll take the risk." Like this is what we do. We play injured. Like th- they okay. do it all the time.
4: I, again, I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to downplay this, but like players are aware when flu season is going on. Guys getting their flu shots. Pl- players are aware of that kind of stuff, and, and they are they're definitely made aware by the team. They're definitely made aware like when when someone gets sick, they send them home. They quarantine them like the the same procedures and protocols have kind of been in place. The difference is just how the media and how people are handling it uh, with this because it's new and it's different. Right. Like we hear coronavirus. Right. It, it, it's a version of SARS. It's a it's COVID-19. That's the strain. And we freak out. But like as athletes, there's always been like a certain strains of flu viruses that we've been aware of and said all right like the flu is going around like guys like you know make sure you're you're doing this doing that you know wash your hands a bunch you know sanitizing making sure they're they're taking extra good care of the pads and everything else that you're that you're wearing and coming in contact with in the locker room like all those you know precautions have always been in place because there's times when during a week or two in the football season your entire team's wiped out you know half the team's got the flu or they're dealing with parts of it or cold. So I get it. Um, you know, we, we tend to look at this different because it's new and we haven't experienced this before. But, but I think, again, most players would probably take the opportunity to get back out there and playing again if provided a, a safe environment, I think, for them and the fans to do so. If, if, if that's even possible.
3: Yeah, it's um, I yeah, that's the mentality of an athlete. I, th- I think is just different. Look, the UFC is continuing to want to try and put on this fight. Uh, Tony Ferguson, Khabib Nurmagomedov, they've been trying to make it like for years. It's two of the best fighters in the division in the history of the sport, and they've been trying to get this fight going. And they're still desperately trying to find a location that they can put this fight on coming up on April eighteenth. You know who hasn't spoken out and said, Yeah, we don't know about the risks." The two fighters. They deal with risks all the time, so they're, they're willing to go through with it if it means if it means the fight can still happen, so just a different mentality when it comes to athletes. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. We have over-unders, your chance here to look into the future with us here in the world of sports and beyond. That's coming up next. For all the latest, though, so from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, Steve DeSager.
6: And guys, further proof that you don't know what's going to happen with all of this months down the road. Just two weeks ago, the number of U.S. coronavirus cases was under 3,500. It is now about 140,000. Who's to say what the next two weeks will be? It's more motivation for everybody to just follow the basic protocols. It's, it's a million man. Just it, say it. It's Everyone's, not the end of civilization. So we just that. don't know the end game because there is no vaccine for it. So, obey. People are telling you things for your health and your relatives, etc., etc just follow it.
3: Look, there's worse worse situations in the world than having to stay home. Like, we're really bitching about, like, there's people that are complaining about this. It's a this.
6: first world problem, yes. It's just, it's ridiculous. The Come Celtics' on. Marcus Smart says he was cleared of the coronavirus a couple days ago. Former outfielder Jim Edmonds was in the hospital yesterday and was tested for coronavirus. He does have pneumonia. Obviously, no test results yet on him. Two Cubs employees did test positive for the virus this past week. One was hospitalized, the other was recovering at home. Former Jaguars lineman Tony Tony was recently hospitalized, reportedly due to the coronavirus. Bleacher Report also says several other current and former NFL players have tested positive. Construction continues at the LA Rams' new stadium after an iron worker tested positive for COVID-19. He or she is said to be receiving care and recovering. The workers' area was outside the building, assisting with pre-assembly of materials. The company overseeing this project says the worker in question never entered the new building or any common spaces. Stricter work rules had been in place on paper there in Englewood. The ...due to open in late July. Jimmy Johnson says his Hall of Fame presenter this year will be Troy Aikman. Defensive back Ronald Darby, ex of Philadelphia, agreed to a one-year deal with the Redskins. Former Green Bay wide receiver Geronimo Allison agreed to a one-year deal with the Detroit Lions. Former Washington Huskies football coach Jim Lambright died. He was 77 years old. He won a national title as an assistant in 1991. And the Madden Invitational aired on FS1 tonight. Derwin James of the Chargers dominated the final over Michael Vick. Chris Myers co-hosting the over two hour event back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn
3: thank you Steve coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where it's easy to save 15 percent or more on car insurance with Geico go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO the only hard part figuring out which way is easier Uh, coming up in we'll call 10 minutes from now here on FSR I came up with an idea that I, I think Brady Quinn you can absolutely make this happen but I don't think you're going to I just don't think you're going to. So I'll explain what that is coming up here ten minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So how's that for a tease? All right. Um, What the hell
4: are you talking about?
3: I'm just look. I I came up with an idea. I think you're going to shoot it down. You can make it happen, but I but I just have a feeling you're not going to. So
4: I'll just say that. You realize that like the whole little jet, you know. Jedi mind trick you're trying to play right now. It's not going to work.
3: Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's just a tease. We, we will address that. Uh, right now, we've got to address something else here on Fox Sports Radio, and it's something we do call this.
1: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing.
3: You know you're a
1: lion, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under.
3: And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delab, who has now been given the name Lee Exotic here on Fox Sports Radio.
7: Lee, what's going on? That's right. That's right. Well, we've been talking a lot about Tiger King. And so uh, how about this, you guys? 30,000. Number of signatures that the Free the Tiger King petition gets this week. Right now, it's currently at 15,000. Thirty thousand number of signatures the breathe the Tiger King petition gets this week.
4: Over. How, how long is it? How long, how long has <laughs> it been going on? Uh, just a few days now. Oh, only a few days. Okay. I mean, this this thing is rapidly uh, way over. Yeah, way doubling.
3: over. People are bored, and and this show is a phenomenon. <laughs> way over.
4: I want to go with Jonas. I actually think this thing is picking up momentum. Like, I look. Jonas was, was one of the many people who told me about like, oh, you have to watch. You have to watch. I think there's a lot of people who are like peer pressuring other people to watch it, and they're like, "Why not? What else do I have to do?" So, unless a major sports league come ba- comes back, I'm gonna take the over as well.
7: Side note on that: there's also a petition out there for uh, justice for Don Lewis. Currently, only has a hundred votes on that petition, but uh, we'll see if that one rises now as that's well. That's a
4: crying shame. Someone, yeah. someone needs to help that guy out.
3: Yeah. Well, if you want to, if you want to know uh, where he was last seen, uh, go go look for some DNA in the Tiger Bowls. I'm saying. Like, I mean, if she fed him to if she fed him You're to the tigers. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. If You're she saying fed saying she him to the tigers. Okay.
4: I yeah. No, like, I'm not saying. No. I'm not well, saying. What, what do do you talk- do with Those tiger bowls? No. Buddy?
3: No. That's not. No. I'm not. Yeah. No. He's not. <laughs> what? You know, like, yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not saying he's at. You know. Uh, you
4: like know. He was uh, spicing up the yeah uh, the tiger no, food. No, huh? no. No. No.
3: No. He was. He was in the oh, tiger okay. bowls. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. I probably. I probably could have. Uh. You know. Said that better. Now that
7: I think about it. Maybe. All right, you guys, one and a half. Pee Wee Herman or something. Like that. Uh-oh. Uh, what's up, Lee? One and a half. Teams reportedly interested in signing Cam Newton by this time next week. Under. Over.
3: <laughs> Come on. Under. Over. Okay, but he, now this is cheating. Let me tell you why Brady it's is not cheating, cheating here. Because no, 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 my this... thing is,
4: first off, how are we going to confirm this? Are we going to base this off of a report? No. Because I can guarantee there's okay. a couple teams that have probably kicked the tires on him. All
3: right, but this is, this is what he's going to do. He's going to, just to win this game. He's going to reach out to some reporters that he knows and he's going to have them put a report out just so he wins over unders, even though he has no evidence that anybody's interested in Cam Newton. He'll do that to win the game.
4: First off, do you think some of the people like don't have any journalistic integrity? They just be willing to write whatever they want to write right now. I mean, have you you read pro football talk? I I take that back.
3: I mean, come on. Journalistic uh, credibility and integrity. Come on, man. I stand corrected. Yeah. What else we got, Lee?
7: <laughs> All right, you guys. Three hundred thirty-eight. Price of Domino's Pizza stock at closing time tomorrow. Currently at three thirty-eight.
4: Wow. Is it bad? There have been some winners in this whole. Like, I, I didn't know what Zoom was before the coronavirus. Zoom, now everyone's using it. Perel. Uh, Domino's. Dude, I, I was so I walked in to get takeout because I'm trying to support some local businesses and restaurants, especially you know, and, and I advise other people to do the same. A lot of those people are, are living off of their hourly wages and tips. And so when I stopped in, there was a um, there was an Uber Eats driver. I was like, how are you doing there? He's like, oh, I'm crushing it. <laughs> he was like,
6: <laughs> he goes,
4: I've never had this much business in my life. He's like, it's the greatest time right now. And yeah, I was like, man. he goes, no traffic, and I'm making three times the money I was before. And I was thinking to myself, well, I, I guess that's kind of how it works, right? It, like,
3: it's, never here, it's never bad for everybody. It's never bad for everybody. Somebody no. always somebody always benefits somehow, somehow. Right. What was the uh,
7: question there? Uh, 338 price of Domino's <laughs> stock closing time tomorrow.
3: Um uh, up. I don't know if you know this or not. Over. I I uh, I am a uh I'm a stock uh, aficionado here, Brady.
4: Gordon. Oh yeah, how's your portfolio yeah. looking?
3: Um I used to have a a show called Knock Stocks and, oh, uh, and and I uh, my portfolio uh, it's all right. It's none of your business as a matter of fact. I'll take underly. I think uh I think I think it's going to be under on the Domino's stock.
7: All right, you guys, 72 and a half. High temperature in Los Angeles tomorrow, 72 and a half.
4: Are you serious right now? We're really going to bet on the weather in L.A.? Hey, what
7: man, that's what's got? out there. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> Are
4: um, you serious? You could, you could
7: find this action, man. Lee, where where
3: specifically in Los Angeles?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I feel like that's kind of just
3: an a big calvicing.
4: city.
7: Because there's,
3: there's I, a difference I, between the valley there is. and other parts of I,
4: Los I, What I'm going to
7: do is I'm going to use what I've been using to grade the temperature that's my uh my phone that tells me specifically los angeles
4: (sighs) and we're basing this on on like at at any point in time the high the high i will take the over i'm gonna take the the over as well because i don't i mean i don't live in la i have no idea what to expect there has been uh what is the projected high tomorrow
7: the projected is uh high of 72. I think
3: it'll be over that now. Now, Lee, don't don't cheat either, and don't don't go by feels like because that's my favorite <laughs> thing. They go feels like seventy one, but it's actually seventy two. Who but,
7: gives a crap?
3: Like, what's the difference with the wind adjustment? Yeah. Well, here's yeah, a question:
7: and, and, In what city are we doing this in? Like it, the city it, of Los Angeles. The city of was, Los Angeles, yeah, Sermon you, Oaks. Uh,
3: yeah, if you uh, like, if you Ingerwood. would, stop, yeah, Bobo, if you would stop playing video games, uh, we would already address this. So when you're oh. done playing video games, we can address
7: no, that No, I'm go back to playing. <laughs> Let me know when you
2: talk about something interesting.
7: <laughs> Lastly, you guys, WrestleMania next week. If it's going on, one and a half number of in-ring altercations with Gronk next week at WrestleMania. In-ring altercations, one and a half.
4: Under. There's no way he's gonna have two. He had one last time, right?
7: I,
3: oh man, I'll take the under as well too. God, I really want, no, screw it. I'll take the over. Give me the That's over. That's right. Give me the damn over. I'm going to side with Brady Quinn on this.
4: All we have right, three yes. differences.
3: There it is. Uh, yeah, listen, we're very uh, very argumentative uh,
4: today. We Brady didn't even announce though. who won last week. Who well, that... did win last week? Last week. Did well, you know I, I got, I got did, to did applaud you, did Bobo. Did you miss that at the beginning of this
7: part? <laughs> I did a little bit. Uh, well, Let's go with this. We had a uh, number of states under mandatory quarantine, and right now we have 27 stay-at-home orders. Jonas had the over, so uh, Jonas takes last week. All right. Aren't they but, all? Yeah. Uh, what happened no the congratulations that you're op- about to give me. Officially, yeah. from the governors, we have 27 states at stay-at-home orders. Yeah, big yeah, win. wasn't for, there an
4: order by Trump?
7: From me and my man Bobo.
4: Does Trump count? Uh, we're going yeah, he's with the governors. The president. We're going yeah. with the
7: governors here. Yeah. Oh,
4: okay, I, I I see the fuzzy math now. I see. Yeah. Okay, uh, Pelosi. I, I, I see what you did that. I tell you, I see. I uh, see you, Nancy Pelosi.
7: All right, we've got. To get, no,
4: well, that would still mean? that would still be an over for Jonas <laughs> if it was if we're going by the
3: president. Oh man, uh, we have got to uh, get to break here on Fox Sports Radio. I care about the clock. Uh, that that's just my person. <laughs> I care <laughs> that's about funny. the clock. That's uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Up next, an idea, a great idea that Brady Quinn is going to take a crap on next. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app. And we are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, coming up. Ten minutes from now here on FSR, it is Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier who will be taking over the airwaves here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Make sure you check those guys out. If you're quarantined, staying at home, you're bored, you've blown through your Netflix, whatever the case may be, check out Chris Plank, Arnie Spanier as we keep you company live 24-7 talking all things NFL and sports and beyond uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady Quinn, I am hearing reports. That behind my back, you were complaining about over-unders this week here on Fox Sports Radio during the
4: break. Well, first off, supposedly we only differed on one. And uh, I'm not really sure because we're claiming that the over-under was set at four and a half when we did this a week ago. And I clearly would have picked the over. But but now we're saying that because during the segment, we said it was at 27, which the article that both Lee and I looked up said we're at 27, which would be a push. At worst, so I'm I'm just confused by the whole thing. But it's a
3: fake game, man.
4: It is a fake game.
3: <laughs> why, but like, some
4: why? of us, some of us are still trying to win.
3: <laughs> I, I know, but it's fake. It doesn't matter who wins.
4: Hey, You're- I lost headliner liar, right? Because Jack was too All drunk right. to ring in in time.
3: Here, here's my idea. You want to hear my idea that I think you're going to shoot down? Oh
4: yeah, yeah, of course. Right. Let's go ahead and hear this. We have right. how much time? Was time we got? Like a minute and a half? Minutes.
3: So, so we do. Uh, we, well, who knows? With the guy counting us down. Uh, we, we do. Uh, we. we do, oh, okay. We do. We do. Uh Brady, quit. Lee, please count me down. He's going. He's going to screw me here. Uh, so, we do uh, uh, headliner lie here on Fox Sports Radio. What do you think about headliner lie and the participants? Are your brothers in law? AJ Hawk and Jack Johnson. Okay. Jack Johnson, not the not the the terrible singer, Jack on, Johnson. Explain it one
4: more time, start over again? Okay.
3: Headline or lie, AJ Hawk versus Jack Johnson. What do you say? What are the
4: stories? Explain it one more time for me. <laughs>
3: no, I'm not falling for that. You, <laughs> screw you. <laughs>
1: If you dare.
4: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Getting ready to take on spring?